We're just about set for kickoff. The Griffins in their all-white road uniforms, the new white helmets with the Griffin wings on the side. The Bearcats in the road or in the home green uniforms, green pants, and they've got the white helmets as well. Along with Brett Easley and Chris Roush, I'm Dave Rigger. Thanks for joining us as the 2018 season is now underway. The kickoff from Parker Sampson is deep. It's going to drive Shamar Griffith back to the two-yard line. He's going to bring it out up the near sideline of the 20-yard line to the 25. Breaks the tackle, and he gets spun down near the 29-yard line. A decent return. Remember now in college football, if it is fair caught inside the 20, you get a touchback to the 25. Shamar is electric at times. He didn't settle for that and got about four more yards than what he could have. You get a guy like Shamar Griffith who returned 33 kickoffs last year for a long of 58. He wants to take it the distance at any time. But, again, that rule put in play, player safety, obviously number one key among football-playing rules committee. And, again, I think that's a good rule. But you will not see Shamar do that very often. The Griffin offense on the field first. The Bearcats won the toss. They have elected to have their defense on the football field. For the first time this season, Griffin's from their own 28-yard line. Out of the pistol formation, Don Marino. Here's the zone read. Handoff to Shamar. Tries to bounce outside. Sheds a tackle. Gets inside. Puts a shoulder pass down along the hash mark near the 32. About four on first down. We mentioned first down's a big down. That's probably one of our keys to the game, brought to you by Switzer Orchard. It's one of our huge keys to the game. you got to survive the first five minutes, play with confidence, success on first down for the Griffin offense. Defensively, I'm watching our four guys up front. If those guys can can, cre- can wreak some havoc, this Griffin defense can have some success this evening. Second down, six football at their own 32-yard line. Keelan Mack in motion. Going to fake it to him. Here's Dom on the run trying to find a seam. He jumps over the pile and gets to the 34. So it's going to set up a third down and four. The tackle made by defensive tackle Sam Roberts, sophomore from Waynesville, Missouri. Was honorable mention all league a year ago. But the Griffins have a third and short, third and four. This was their bugaboo a year ago. 29% last in the league in the MIAA. And why are you 29%? There's a number of reasons. But I would be willing to guess there were a lot of third and longs. This is very manageable, third and four, but one of the things you don't face very many places in this league, the crowd noise. Hopefully the Griffin offense can handle it. Two tight ends, his wings to the near side right. The back is Derek Gray. Dom's going to throw it right in the middle. Wide open Luke Vang, a junior college transfer. He's from Wichita. He makes his first catch of his Griffin career at the 43-yard line right up the seam. And Dom Marino, quick, safe pass, first down Griffins. We talk about the young Northwest quarterback throwing some quick, confidence-type passes early. Dom Marino's going to do the exact same thing. Again, Dom does the majority of his da- of his damage with his feet. Good first down conversion. Griffin's already off to a better start in this game. Out of the pistol again, four receivers set, two to each side. Griffin's moving left to right here in the opening quarter from their own 43-yard line zone. Reed, Dom going to throw the football in the flat, complete to Keelan Mack. Makes a man miss to the 50 and gets spun down right at midfield. Good first down play again, right to the midfield stripe, a seven-yard gain on the first play of that series. First down, you want to keep him guessing. Again, I think you'll see this Griffin offense running a lot early in series. But again, good play fake. Dom Marino sold it well. And again, that's a good control pass and a good catch out there by Keelan Mack. Broke a tackle. Playbook wide open on second and three. Already the third back in the game, James Bailey Jr., the redshirt freshman from Kansas City. He's going to get his first carry as a Griffin to the outside. Gets tripped up and lost two yards on the play. Shooting in from his Mike Lass. Linebacker position was Ben Altoff, first team all MIAA linebacker. It sets up now a third down and five with that loss of two. Really like what James Bailey Jr. is going to be able to bring to the table. He's six foot, 205. He's got some speed. He's got some strength. That play very long to develop. And again, these Northwest linebackers, they can run sideline to sideline as good as anybody's linebacker. 
That play lost too. Bailey stays in the game. Tight end left, two receivers to that far side left as well. Griffins one for one on their third down conversions. This is a third and five. From their own 48, they show blitz. Here they come. Marino under pressure. Scrambles to his left side. Will fire to the sideline, and it is up for grabs and tipped out of bounds. Intended for Keelan Mack, but there is a penalty flag in the offensive backfield. It looks like it will likely be in the area of holding. Referee tonight is Scott Harden. It's eight-man MIAA crew. Taking a long time talking over this one. Definitely against the offense. Per chop block. It's going to be a chop block against the Griffins. So two men engaged on one defender. And see if they're going to move them back against the wind. Right now is where they are. Coach Wright says let's move them back, not punt the football. The official gave him the option. You want to decline this, right? Coach Rice says, no, let's move them back. Let our defense stay out there. They were plus seven in the turnover ratio a year ago and make them punt maybe further back into the win. So he's going to gamble that his defense will stop them on third and along, which this will be third and along play from what about third and about 20 or so. Good to trust your defense and why not. But I'll tell you this, you get fourth down. Matt Williamson's probably not going to go for it there. Again, third and 20, not a very high percentage situation, but uh, early in the game, my defense gets a stop. I'm probably going to decline that punt. Hopefully the Griffins can make a pay here. They go back to their own 33-yard line. It will be third and 20. Eli Cunningham comes onto the football field. There's another receiver. Joe Horn Jr. is out there. Four receivers in this formation. Damon Wheeler Jr. is checked into the far side left. Shamar Griffith the back. Let's see if Dave Brown, the new offensive coordinator to the Griffins, is a little conservative or if they try and take a shot. And now... A penalty flag is thrown. The play clock is at zero, and it's going to be delay of game. So now all of a sudden, Rich Wright's decision moves them back even five more yards. So now they're 20 yards from where they would have punted originally on that fourth down play. Play clock only reset to 25 after the penalty. Griffins were a little late getting the personnel on the field, and Don Marino didn't realize it. And Again, you get three timeouts in the first half. They're there to burn. Maybe a good idea to burn one, but uh, Dom just did not uh, – have the awareness of the play clock, so what was third and five is now third and 25. From their own 28-yard line. Out of the pistol again, trips receivers to the far side left. Dom has some time. He'll step up and run it. He will try and find a seam, bounces off a defender, and then gets spun down at the 37. So it does get some yardage back as Austin Eskew, defensive end, makes the tackle. He'll pick up about almost nine yards in the play. Gives him a little room to work with, but a good a good decision by Rich Wright and what looked to be a very productive drive for the Griffins to open up the game will end in a punt. Didn't produce any points, Dave, but again, Griffins' positive yardage, only real loss yardage on the entire series uh, was by way of penalty. James Bailey had the short loss, but uh, like what I saw so far from the Griffin offense, again, in the flow. They know they can move the football. Luke Tyson to punt. He needs to pin Northwest back deep. Luke Tyson to punt. Last year averaged 39.1 yards per punt, which was up almost four yards per punt from his freshman campaign. They get a little bit of pressure, but he shanks it to the near side right. Not a deep punt. It's going to go to bounce the 39-yard line in Bearcat territory. So Luke Tyson with some pressure up the middle from Spencer Phillips, one of their defensive tackles. And that will put the Bearcats in pretty good shape. They'll mark it at the 40-yard line. We'll see the Griffin defense for the first time. You come to Bearcat Stadium, you have got to be very good in all three phases. And even if you are, you still may not beat a very good Northwest Missouri State Bearcat team. Special teams are highly key. Griffins make the first mistake of the game right there with the shake punt. With the shank punt, Northwest in room service situation here on their opening drop. Well, true freshman, or excuse me, redshirt freshman quarterback Braden Wright will get his first snap in college. 
Receiver near side left is Sean Bain Jr. Here's a handoff to Josh Caldwell. Not much running room for the former Griffin. He'll get one, maybe two yards. Nope, just one to the 41-yard line. James Husky. Also, Quentin Polk takes over as one of the starters at safety. He helps make the stop on Josh Caldwell. Well, you're going to see a lot more of Tyler Baskett in there as well as uh, he was right in the middle of that play. Kyle Dumbler, Dave. Kyle Dumbler is that guy that you say, hasn't he been here 10 years? I remember when Jay Whitewood used to come to us and tell us what number he was going to be wearing. Didn't know if he's going to suit up offensively or defensively. Jay White hasn't been here in a few years. Four receivers each way. Another handoff to Caldwell. Comes near sideline. No gain. Kyle Dumbler right on cue with Arnold Creighton. Also coming in was Jabbar Miles from the safety spot. They're going to give Josh a little forward progress, but now a third down and eight coming up from their own 42-yard line, being very conservative with a couple of running plays right up the middle. Maybe this was an average Northwest offense last year, especially by their standards. Just ninth in the MIAA in scoring offense, seventh in total offense. And so this is an offense that's got some question marks. Usually their offensive line can push the pile, but I really like what I'm seeing from the Griffin front four so far. Two receivers each way. Bearcats move right to left. Now Braden Wright looks to the sideline. Going to keep the play the same. Wright looks to his right. Going to fire down the near sideline. By Anti Copeland is right there in tremendous coverage. Incomplete pass. Three and out for the Bearcat offense as the Griffin defense gets it done. Well, Braden Wright knew exactly where he was going to try to go with that football before he even threw it. And talk about not being on the same page. He was trying to hit his receiver down the sideline, and uh, he ran the wrong route. Ayante Copeland was in better position to catch that ball than the receiver was. Three and out. Griffin defense does their job. Griffin offense to get it back. So now on to punt for Northwest Missouri State as Matt Thorman averaged 37.7 a year ago. With the win, going to hit it to Brandon Danbridge inside the 15-yard line. Circles back to the 10, and he will get to the 15-yard line to the far sideline. Gets a block to the 25, to the 30, stays on his feet, and he's near the 31-yard line. A couple of good returns, both on kickoff and punt for the Griffins here to start the football game. Brandon Dandridge, a guy, again, very good defensive back, but he can also make things happen in the return game. i tell you what, I think the Griffin return unit right there very fortunate they didn't get a call for block in the back in fact there may have been two but again officials didn't see it play on griffins decent field position as they start their second drive and again the defense forcing a three and out griffin offense already has a first down now they take over first and ten no score 941 to go opening quarter griffins get their second possession Derek gray jr the back two receivers to his near side right don marina now will shift Derek to his left Here's a zone read, handoff to Gray, trying to find some room to run, and there is nowhere to go. He spins, and he's going to lose two yards. And he tried to run to the near side right and right there. Sam Roberts and Mike Elke to tackle a defensive end for Northwest Missouri State. This three-headed monster that is the Griffin backfield. Boy, Derek Gray has really developed and paid his dues, primarily a special teams ace. His first two years in a Griffin uniform really came into his own last year in the backfield, and now he wanted to be one of the feature backs in there. But, again, Griffins have a lot of different options back there, as we've seen Shamar Griffith and also James Bailey already in this game. Tied and attached to the near side right. Right next to Isaiah Colbert, Joe Horn Jr. split to the near side, and now some movement up front, and I think they're going to get across, or will they call it against the Griffins and right guard Jacob Olson? A little bit of a twist action up there before the snap, and I think the Griffins are saying they forced Jacob Olson or Isaiah Colbert to move, but it looked like Northwest may have just been twisting at the line of scrimmage. Let's see what they call. There's a long talk, and they may not be on the same page. 
Wow. It is. In the neutral zone, so there's five yards. That'll help the Griffins. It was going to be second down and 12. Now it'll be second seven. The football at their own 34-yard line, moving left to right. 9.03 to go. First quarter, no score. Used to be the defenders could do about anything they wanted to try to draw the offensive lineman to move, and nowadays not so much. And again, interesting action up front. You can bet it was to try to draw that action. Fortunately enough, Griffins get the call there. So now, playbook wide open, second and three. Shamar Griffith, the back behind Don Marino, the tight end. Is Austin Brown to the near side, right to receivers, far side left. Snap back to Dom, wants to throw the football, has time. Going to fire it down the near sideline for Joe Horn. He's getting held, and no flag comes out. Boy, he would not, he could not get free. Right with him that time was Jack Rich, or excuse me, that is Anthony Lame. They're all conference corner, and Joe Horn couldn't get free. Now Northwest might have got away with one that time. Northwest might have gotten away with one that time. I'm not sure Joe Horn Jr. ran the right route there. Again, for a go route, a guy that's supposed to sprint down the sidelines. Again, I thought Joe Horn Jr. was held, but again, he did not look like a guy that was going to sprint down the sidelines. Not sure Marino and Horn on the same page there. Third down seven. Griffins one for two on their third down conversion so far in the football game. 846 a play opening quarter and no score. Second possession for Western, and I think they're going to get a timeout. Ooh, it's going to be a false start. Never mind. I think that might be on Kyle Berry. He's the split end of the far side left, and he's going to come off the football field, so I'm guessing it was Kyle Berry who's getting some more time now. They'll bring in also Damon Wheeler, Jr., and put four receivers in this formation. Now a third and longer situation, third down and 12. Berry, the sophomore from Afton High, field, Afton High School in St. Louis. Again, a lot of young guys on both sides of the ball, along with some veterans on both sides. Mark Griffin back out there, receiver. He's gone from second and three to second and eight, third and three. Now back to third and eight. Griff's third and long. Here's a snap back. Here comes pressure. Dominic fire over the middle of the football field. Cunningham makes the grab, stumbles across the 50, finally tackled. But he runs a slant from his inside receiver route and beat the safety that time. Jacob Gassman across midfield to the Bearcat 45-yard line. Kind of Eli Cunningham's patented slant slant route, isn't it, Dave? Don Marino and Eli Cunningham have hit that one before for a lot of big results. And that time again, Griffin offense spread the Bearcat defense out. The protection was good. That's the key to hitting a big play down the field. Griffins do just that. Their second, third down conversion. You mentioned it. The protection was fantastic. They brought everybody. It was one-on-one coverage, and they beat them. Marino from the Bearcat 45-yard line. Second play in Northwest Territory. He's going to keep the football and then be tackled for a yard loss. Zone read, but right there was the outside linebacker, Andy Hessler, Jr. from Heartland, Wisconsin. He read it well. He played the quarterback and made the stop. Second down and 11. Well, you can guess that that Northwest, the you can guess the Northwest linebackers, again, are keyed on Dom Marino. Who has the football? Again, Dom's so deceptive at times uh, with his play fakes, with hanging on to the football. That time, a beautiful read by Northwest. It's a loss of one, second and long. Well, despite going 8 for 33 in the finale against Northwest last year, he was injured. He still ran 12 times for 50 yards against this defense that didn't allow a rushing touchdown last season. Now a handoff to Shamar comes to the outside. Good block to the outside of the 40 and to the 35. Chopped down there, but a first down run by Shamar Griffith. Good blocking on the perimeter and by Keelan Mack, the slot receiver on the near side. And now they're going to go tempo right here. Eli Cunningham will come and runs into the officials. He comes across the formation to this near side right. Two, two receivers to the far side left from the 35. Dom will throw it again. An out pass to the far side left. Caught by Mack. He's at the 31-yard line, and they 
We'll have a second down and medium now as Don Marino looking good, looking comfortable in the pocket right now, and we couldn't always say that in 2017. Well, it's about rhythm, Dave. And again, last year in 2017, everyone was learning a new system. Now in 2018, again, new wrinkles to the system, but they designed it around the strength of the quarterback. And again, Don Marino's hit a few passes early. They've been short-controlled routes. He's hit a big play. And now Dom again playing with confidence, and we're seeing it. Griffins have to burn a timeout. They had the wrong personnel out there, and it was Kyle Berry again, and he's a young player, and he hasn't played much as a a receiver for this football team, and they call a timeout. Let's get a sideline report brought to you by Lunds Unlimited. Go down to Chris Roush and a decent start for the Griffins so far, Chris. Uh, You said it, David. Decent start for the Griffins. They're moving the football, but the biggest thing right now for Missouri Western, they're trying to handle – you know, that, that linebacking core for Northwest, I mean, Dave, you called his name a few times, Ben Altoff. He's wreaked havoc on a couple of plays. He hasn't got the tackle, but he's made the running backs cut back in a few times. And but if Westbrook can kind of, you know, keep some type of rhythm going here, that's going to be a big one early in the part of this ball game. The one thing, too, that they've done a good job of is they've kept the football out of Northwest's hands. Again, they've been able to convert some third downs. They forced a three and out. Northwest has had three plays, and we have played well over half of this opening quarter. 6.34 to go, first quarter, no score in the Griffins, nearing the 30-yard line at the 31 will be second and six. And this is a defense, Dave, that was not used to being on the field all that much last year. Again, when you're fresh, uh, you're going to continue to fly around the field. But, however, when you have to continually be on the field, not going to hurt you very much in the first quarter, but if the Griffin offense can control time of possession, it will matter tremendously in the second half, especially given this is game one of the season. Now Dono Hawkins is the back, the fourth running back for Dave Brown's offense. Matt Williamson has turned the offense over to Dave Brown in his first year as the O.C., Hawkins, a redshirt freshman from St. Louis, as he went to Francis Howell. He's going to get his first carry as a Griffin. Tries to shake a defender, and he can't. It's Hessler again, the outside linebacker, and a loss of one. So a third down coming up, third and seven. The Griffins are on the edge of field goal range. We saw Tyler Bash, who was second-team all-conference a year ago, when he went 17 out of 20. Going into the wind, he almost hit a 50-yarder. It'd be about a 50-yarder from right here, so let's see what they can do on third down and seven. Can Don Marino can't take a sack. You've got one of the you've got the best kicker arguably in the league, if not one of the best in the country. You want to give at the very least Tyler Bash a shot right here. Two receivers and a tight end of the near side right. Attaches Austin Brown. Dom gonna change the play at the line of scrimmage. James Bailey has his back behind him. From the Bearcat 32-yard line. Gonna run it to the far side left, and he's got a busted play, but Dom will try and get the first down. He collides on the far sideline with linebacker Nick Hess. And Dom just trying to get the first down. Puts his body on the line, doesn't get it. He's going to come up about two yards short, but does make something out of nothing because that was a busted play, and it looks like they will bring the field goal unit on on a fourth and two from the Northwest 27. Well, again, Don Marino, very, very good on his feet, and he is a tough guy. If you ever questioned his toughness, go back and watch the rep of that play right there. He made something out of nothing, took a very hard hit, got up on his feet, energized, pumped his fist. Hopefully the Griffiths can get on the board here. 44 yards in the left half. Bash 17 out of 20 last year. His long last year was 48. This is 44 into the win. A left to right angle. Good snap. Good hold. The kick is away. It is long enough, and it is no good. It's wide left that time from Griffin kicker Tyler Bash. And the Griffins come up empty on their second drive of the football game. Timeout on the field. We'll step aside. 521 to go. We're in the opening quarter. It's a scoreless game between Western and Northwest Missouri State. This is Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Bearcat Stadium. 
Along with Freddie Easley and Chris Roush, I am Dave Riggert. Northwest will take over first down and 10 from their own 27-yard line, their second possession of this football game. And for the first time, we see Robert Bowers check in, another Michigan State transfer just joined the team less than two weeks ago. Here's Braden Wright on the run, throws it near sideline complete, going down low to make the catch on the near sideline in front of Quentin Polk with Sean Bain Jr. That'll be a gain of five yards on first down. Robert Bowers, 6'5", 250, by way of Columbus, Ohio. You have to ask the question, number one, how does a Columbus, Ohio guy get to Michigan State? But then, again, how does a Michigan State guy get to Missouri Western? We're happy to have Robert Bowers. And, again, at the defensive end position, you can never have enough depth. He certainly looks the part. Brian Wright will throw a slip screen to Alec Tatum, and he will slip a tackle, gets clobbered by Jamar Miles. He's going to be shy of the sticks by a yard at the 36-yard line. That's one thing Jabbar does. He is a hitter. He's moved to free safety now with Jonathan Owens played a year ago. He's a ball hawk, but, man, he brings the wood also, and it'll be a third and one for Northwest. Safeties have to read plays. And, again, Northwest tried that underneath tunnel screen, and it looked like it had a chance to go for big yardage. But Jabbar Miles raced that quickly, third and shorts. Josh Caldwell on the backfield for Northwest. They're down to one. Northwest over one on third downs. Last year, Northwest Missouri State. On third downs, they were only 37%. Here's Josh Caldwell. He makes the first man miss, gets spun in his second effort. will get him a first down. Just got it by a yard. He picked up two, but that was a hard-earned two yards. He comes up chapping or chirping with Jabbar Miles and Willie Washington as they combine to make the stop, but it's enough for a first down. Well, it was third and about a half yard, and I think everybody in Bearcat Stadium knew who was going to get that and knew who was going to get the ball, and the Griffith defensive line really had it well. Again, they have owned the line of scrimmage against this Bearcat offensive line to this point. But, again, Josh is a hard runner. Credit his effort. He moves the sticks. Northwest has their first first down of the game. And now it's going to be illegal substitution. They did not have a man off the field in time, so it will be a legal substitution now first and 15 for Northwest Missouri State. And early on in their six plays they've had, Three carries for Caldwell, four yards. The Griffin defense has done a good job against the run so far in this game. Well, there's been nothing doing. And, again, it's just five guys up front for Northwest. They spread you out. So there's no tight end of the game. There's no blocking back. It's all the five guys up front and Josh Caldwell. And, again, this Griffin defensive line rotating guys in and out, trying to stay fresh. They've done a good job of containment so far. 3.40 left first quarter, no score. Northwest, their second drive. Zone read, Braden Wright will hand the football to the right side. And from behind, Arnold Creighton runs him down. Also, Willie Washington there to make the stop. But a zone read that time and a good defensive play by Arnold Creighton, the redshirt freshman from Houston. When you see Arnold Creighton for the first time, you just look at him and say, wow, at his defensive end position again. Had fun watching him in the spring game. Arnold Creighton was a factor. He looks the part. Again, he's young, and he is only going to get bigger and stronger. Arnold Creighton's got a bright future ahead of him in a Griffin uniform. Raymond Thomas, the ball carrier, freshman, got the carry that time from Bradenton, Florida. Braden Wright, after the three-yard gain, has a second down 12. He's going to throw the football again, and it's going to be complete near sideline. Vante Copeland will try and tackle Sean Bain Jr. He finally does. He's going to be a little shy of the first down by two yards as he caught it in front of Copeland, made a good move to the sideline. Vante gets the tackle at the 46-yard line, so third down and two for Northwest. Good matchup on the outside. You've got the experience and the speed of Sean Bain against uh, Vante Copeland, again, who has played it at a high, high level. And again, good pitch and catch, good move by Sean Bain, but a very good job by Vellante Copeland to keep Bain in front of him and to keep this a third down situation, third and two. Isaiah Strayhorn is now the back, and now they're going to pitch it to him to the far side right, and he will have enough for a first down. Oh, he did, and then he took a big shot. He kind of stepped back. He's right at the stick. 
Let's see what happens where they mark it. I think he has enough for a first down. Boy, there's a lot of chirping going on, some hitting going on. The Griffins are bringing it. They will give him enough for a first down just by the nose of the football. I like he was going to get it easy. I tell you what, I think that's a pretty generous spot. I think if he got it, he got it just by the nose. As It looked like the Griffins on the outside had lost containment, but several white shirts converged to that ball quickly. A good play, but another first down by Northwest. Strayhorn ran for 971, 14 touchdowns at Southwestern Community College in California last season. Man comes in motion. It's Thomas. They're going to fake it. Now going to fire one deep down the football field. Wide open. The ball at the 15 is caught, and he will stroll into the end zone. Touchdown, Northwest Missouri State. Jamie Taylor, junior college transfer from Feather Ridge Community College, gets the touchdown as it goes for 52 yards. The receiver's exit in the secondary and a coverage breakdown, and again, the redshirt freshman quarterback for Northwest, Braden Wright, gets his first collegiate touchdown, and Northwest Missouri State draws first blood. It's a big play. Neither team has had very many big plays to this point. Again, Northwest Missouri State's longest play had only gone for 12 yards. That time, 52 yards. They draw first blood in this matchup. Taylor's first game is a Bearcat, and he gets a TD on Parker Sampson for the PAT. Last year was only 5 for 5 as he came in and was their kicker late in the year. Now a flag comes flying, some pushing and shoving after the play. The PAT is good, and I think it's going to go against the Griffins. So it's 7-0 Northwest Missouri State, 52-yard touchdown pass to Jamie Taylor from Braden Wright, and the Bearcats have struck first. We have 1.55 to go in the opening quarter. You're listening to Missouri Western Football on the Griffin Sports Network. Back inside the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth along with Chris Roush and Brett Easley. I am Dave Riggert. Boy, what a change in momentum. The Griffins... Driving inside the 30, miss a field goal from 44 yards away. Northwest converts two third downs and then gets a long play from 52 yards away. All of a sudden, now Northwest up 7 nothing with 155 to go here in this opening quarter. Kickoff from Sampson, and it will go into the end zone. That'll be a touchback. Griffins will take the football at the 25-yard line. Again, some good things early in the game. But all of a sudden, one play has now changed everything on how it's how it's gone up to this point. Well, and football's a game of big plays, and you know Northwest Missouri State's capable. Again, a lot of different names on the offense, but uh, it's always been a good scheme. They can burn you in a multitude of different ways. And, uh, again, Braden Wright, a lot of the passes we've seen him throw have been some controlled underneath routes to get him some confidence. And really, it was a coverage breakdown in the yeah. secondary, and uh, credit Wright. Again, it was a rhythm throw. He hit Jamie Taylor in stride. Northwest draws first blood. You knew that Northwest would punch in this game. Now the question is, can the Griffin offense punch back? They've been able to move it. Can they avoid penalties? Here's James Bailey with a carry to the far side. Left breaks the tackle. Stays on his feet and nearly has a first down. He's going to be knocked down by his ankles at about the the marker of the 32. So a gain of seven yards. It'll be second down and three. As all the backs so far in this game have done a pretty good job. And they've ran the football early on. Not big plays, but... Again, they're getting three, four, five yards and setting up some second, third, and shorts. Well, for the third consecutive series, Griffin's on first down. have gained seven yards. And again, playbook wide open. Love to see him take another shot down the middle of the field. Second down, three. Two receivers to the near side right, wing to the right. And that is Austin Brown. Hand up. Bailey up the middle for a first down to the 25. A stiff arm, and then submarines low near the numbers on the far side left as he's got a first down run of five yards to the 37-yard line. And the Griffin's again... Moving the chains as Shamar Griffith will check into the football game. He checks in for James Bailey. You know, I had the opportunity to watch the spring game from the field. And, again, I, I tried to keep my distance because that's the last thing I needed was to get run over. But I lined up a lot of times behind the offensive huddle. And I tell you what, when James Bailey was out there again, he's six foot tall, 205, 
He is a strong, strong runner. We're going to see some special things from him this year. Luke Van goes in motion. Here's a handoff to Shimardo to the far side left. He spins through a tackle, then gets near the 40-yard line. He's going to pick up three on first down. So another positive gain on first down. And the Griffins will have the football at their own 40-yard line, second down and seven coming up. Coming over to help make the tackle is Jacob Gassman and Jack Richards. Number one thing I notice about Shamar Griffiths so far, Dave, he is stronger. You know last year, again, he ran into that pile, and he would get tackled at first impact. But, again, a year in the system, a year in Greg Carbon's off-season weight training program, and now all of a sudden Shamar Griffith not only not only looks bigger, he's stronger, able to break some tackles. He's had a lot of positive carries here in the first quarter. Again, he was the start of the last half of last year. Here's a fake handoff. Dom on the run, going to fire to the flat, and going down to make the catch was Vang. If he can stay on his feet, he might be able to outrace Hessler and get a first down, but instead it's just a one-yard gain because he had to go low to get that pass, and now a third down for Missouri Western from the north or from their own 41-yard line, third and six. And that's our final play of the opening quarter. After one quarter of play, it's fifth-ranked Northwest Missouri State Bearcats seven and Missouri Western nothing. You're listening to Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Bearcat Stadium. We're back inside the East Hills Shopping Center broadcast booth along with Chris Rouse and Brett Easley. I am Dave Riggard. After one quarter of play here at Bearcat Stadium in Maryville, it is 7-0 Northwest Missouri State, really because of one play. They had a seven-play, 73-yard drive that took 326 off the clock, and they picked up 52 on the one play to Jamie Taylor, the touchdown pass from Braden Wright with 155 to go in that opening quarter. Griffins will have a big third down coming up to start the seconds. Griffins controlled uh, the time of possession in the first quarter, had the ball for over 10 minutes. Griffins 18 plays, 86 yards. That's almost five yards of play. Northwest Missouri State just four minutes and 57 uh, minute, four minutes, 57 seconds of possession. They ran 10 plays, 80 yards. 52 of those came on one play. Again, so far, so good. you got a key third down conversion right here. You do not want to give the ball back to Northwest Missouri State right after they score a touchdown here very quickly. Third down for the Griffins. So far on third down, Western is two out of four. And again, gets this defense. That's impressive. Last year, this defense it was number one in the country. It was number one in the country in third down defense. 19.9% is what the opposition converted. Three receivers near side left from Missouri Western. Don Marino in the pistol. He's got a tight end to his right. They move right to left now here in the second quarter. Marino, plenty of time. Out pass complete, and Mack makes the catch. Spins to the 50 and has a first down. Good bullet that time on a quick out to the inside receiver. Keelan Mack, his second catch, first down at the 50-yard line. Boy, dangerous throw. That ball's thrown out in the area where that thing could be picked six back the other way. But a good pitch and catch, first down. Now same thing, Mack wide open, first down to the 40. He fights for more yardage to the 37. His helmet is now taken off, and that might be a 15-yarder. Chris Rouse, is that a face mask down there? I couldn't quite see, but, yeah, it's in that area of a face mask. Helmet came off, and they went tempo, had Northwest a little off tilter that time. They went right to Keelan Mack and back-to-back catches for Keelan. They're going to tack on 15. They're going to have this inside the 25-yard line. Tried to go tempo in the middle of the first quarter, and unfortunately Griffins couldn't get lined up, and they couldn't do it. It is a face mask, and so tack on 15 yards onto that play, and the Griffins in room service situation as they will be set up first and 10 inside the 30-yard line. Tell you what, I like what I've seen from Dave Brown's offense so far. Well, very much so. And, you know, when you talk to Dave Brown right away, again, you can see a guy that's had experience at a lot of different levels of football at a very high level of football as well. Again, he comes from Colorado State Pueblo. Again, go look at the success that they've had. He's familiar with this league as well. Very good fit here. And off Derek Gray, and he is going to be stacked up. The offensive line moves the pile a couple of yards. They're going to go from the 23 to the 21, so a couple-yard gain on first down for Derek Gray. 
in the senior now from St. Joseph Central High School. Second down and eight coming up the football at the 21. This is a big drive. They can get some points to answer what Northwest just did prior to the closing of that first quarter. Griffins are now with the wind, and again, you know, we act like this wind is a gale. It's really not a it's gale. It's died down a little bit. It's yep. just enough that if you're going into the, uh, I guess that, that would be the, 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 the south end zone here, you're going to be kicking into it. But again, Griffins with the wind now. Again, playbook wide open. Uh, definitely Tyler Bash's range right here. Luke Vang, Austin Brown, wings to the left. James Bay to the back, fake handoff, down to his right side, tries to turn the corner. He's at the 15-yard line, has the first down and runs out of bounds. Good job to not take a needed hit. He gets inside the 15-yard line. Good read on the zone read. First down in the red zone as the Griffins now get to the red zone for the first time. And they're in the Great Life St. Joseph Country Club red, red zone. You can join the St. Joe Country Club right now for as low as 39 99 a month or great tradition Meets great times. The decision right there by Dom, and again, very deceptive. Northwest interior defensive line thought James Bailey had the ball. Dom Marino sprinting to the outside. Here's the handoff to Bailey. He's knifes through a couple of tackles inside the 10 to the 9. Three-yard gain on first down inside the 10-yard line. 13-18 to go, second quarter, 7-0 Bearcats, but Missouri Western now inside the 10, second down 7. In the red zone a year ago, the Griffins... Got there 38 times, only scored 21 touchdowns. So, again, that's 55%. They want that percentage much, much higher here in 2018. And the majority of those on the ground. But, again, you get down in this area, where's your tight end? We've seen Luke Vang involved a little bit. Wouldn't be surprised to see him get us getting the ball here. Here's a handoff to Bailey. He tries to turn the corner, and he's going to be spun down. He breaks the tackle, though, stays on his feet to the five, but a flag comes out, and this may be a hold against the Griffin offensive line. Very impressive running. Big penalty, but yeah, you're right. Very impressive running by all of the Griffin running backs tonight. How many times have they been taken down by first impact? Not very often. It's a hold on Luke Vang, the tight end on that right side. He was a wing on that side, and he gets called trying to hook the defensive end. Boy, that's a big penalty. It would have been a third and two from the five instead. It'll be second down, but they're going to put them... At the 19-yard line now. So it will be a second down and 16 coming up for Missouri Western. Well, and the field shrunk already. Again, you're, you're deep, in, you're deep in, in opponent territory. But now if you're going to try to throw the ball, you become a little bit easier to defend. You can see what Dave Brown tries to do here. Again, he's got spread out Shamar Griffith in the, in the backfield. Damon Wheeler, receiver near side left, comes in motion. Wants to throw the football. Dom has a ton of time. He's going to scramble to the right side. He fires over the middle, and it's going to be incomplete. Threw it behind Keelan Mack. He couldn't make the catch. And, excuse me, it's Damon Wheeler at the 10-yard line. Probably should have made the catch. Almost a hold in the backfield as well that they may have got away with, but it will be down. Third down and 16 from the Bearcat 19-yard line. You heard a little bit of a groan from the Bearcat faithful below us. I think they saw Isaiah Colbert almost tackle one of the Bearcat defensive linemen, but uh, fortunately enough, the wide hat Scott Harden didn't see it. You're right, Dave. That ball should have been caught, but... Dangerous play right here, third and 17. Again, you want to be aggressive, but you also want to make sure you get a chip shot field goal for Tyler Bash right here. Shamar Griffith, the back, three receivers to the near side left. Don Marino wants to set up a screen. He'll throw it. Oh, got tipped. And Shamar, if he catches that thing, he's got some room to run. It's set up pretty well, but it got tipped to the line of scrimmage, and the Griffins will settle for an opportunity at three again as Bash missed a 44-yarder going the other direction. He's got the win at his back, and this will be from about 36 yards. Good call right there. Middle screen. You're right. The ball been not tipped. 
Shamar Griffith would have caught that. He'd have turned and seen a lot of green. With his shiftiness, he may have got to the end zone instead. Second attempt of the game for Tyler Bash. First one was from the left hash. This one from the right hash. Set it at the 26. It's a 36-yard attempt downwind. Jack Muncy, the new long snapper on PATs and field goals. Don Marino will hold it. Good snap, good hold. The kick is away. The kick is end over end, and it is good. Missouri Western gets on the board for the first time here in 2018. A 36-yard field goal for Tyler Bash, and the Griffins answer with some points after Northwest Missouri State took the lead 7-0. 12.04 to go here in the second quarter. Northwest Missouri State 7 and Missouri Western 3. This is Griffin Football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Bearcat Stadium with Chris Roush and Brett Easley. I am Dave Brigger. We're back inside the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth. 12.04 to go before halftime. And the Griffins get on the board for the first time. A 36-yard field goal capped off a 12-play, 56-yard drive. It took 4.51 off the clock. And Missouri Western has outgained the Bearcats here in this football game. But do trail 7-3 with just over, just under three minutes gone by here in the second quarter. If you had any nerves or doubt, that made field goal hopefully eases those a little bit. Griffins have played too well to this point, have moved the football too well to this point to not get any points. Tyler Bash from 36-yard. Griff's on the board. Okay, defense gave up a big play the last time around. Let's see if they can establish control once again. Tyler Bash will kick off for the first time as he holds his finger up. Again, it was mainly Sam Avilas last year to kick off. And here's the kick by Bash. And a fair catch called for at the two. There's the new rule. We've seen it for the first time. A fair catch inside the five. Listen to the moaning and groaning from the Bearcat fans below us. Below us, They think they'll take it at the two. Nope. Now you get it at the 25. You fair catch it inside the 20. You get the football at the 25-yard line. It's a new rule in college football. So they didn't read the fine print on they the way not. in. They did not. However, they, they didn't must read have the, missed that one. The rules leaflet, they didn't read it. The huh? greatest fans the MIAA didn't read that one, I guess. Okay. Well, they'll take over at the 25. and. Griffin defense again to this point, just the one big play, but love what Justin Richter, defensive coordinator, Matt Williamson have schemed here, rotating a lot of guys in and out on the defensive front. Again, a lot of depth, a lot of young depth up there, trying to see who can give the Griffins good reps. Back seven has been okay for the for, for the most part. Again, a little bit of a uh, little bit of a breakdown on that last pass, but you can bet on the chalkboard they got that fixed. Braden Wright, the retro freshman quarterback. He will keep the football, come to the near sideline, gets a block to the 30, 35, and then he gets hit down hard, shy of the 40. Yard, and they'll mark him at the 40 as it was Devin Burrell who makes the tackle. He's in for the first time. He's playing only his second year of football in his life. He was a college basketball player for two years in junior college, then one year of junior college football. He's out there now for the first time as a safety for the Griffins. And it will be a first down run to the 40-yard line. He picks up 15. Braden Wright, you see his wheels. He's a he's a dual-threat quarterback for sure. Rich Wright has said it in a lot of previews all week. You get Braden Wright in the open field, look out. He saw it a little bit there. Fortunately enough, the Griffin secondary converged on him, but not after, not until after he gains 15 yards. At the 40, going to set a man in motion. That's one of their tailbacks. He'll come in the backfield. Raymond Thomas, play-action pass. They want to go to the near sideline. Bain open, beat Beyonce. Copeland makes a catch to the 30. He's off the races. He's inside the 10 to the 5 and gets hit into the end zone. Touchdown, Northwest Missouri State. Big plays in the passing game have doomed the Griffins so far in the last two drives. A 60-yard strike from Braden Wright to Sean Bain Jr. And Northwest takes a 13-3 lead. We mentioned that would be a good matchup. Little did we know it would be a key matchup. And I guess why should we be surprised? Again, Sean Bain, the most experienced receiver in that Northwest receiving core. Here's what you notice about Beyonce Copeland. He's big, he's physical, but when he gets matched up against a speed guy, he's going to struggle a little bit. Sean Bain just blew right by him 
And again, pretty pass from Braden Wright. Bearcats on the board for the second time. The kick is up and the kick is good with 11.34 to go here in the second quarter. It's Northwest Missouri State 14 and Missouri Western 3. Two plays. The Griffin defense has played really well except for two plays. And as well as they played overall, moving the football and everything else, they're down 14-3 right now. That's a little deflating. Well, got to be a little deflating. But you know what? Again, you come into Bearcat Stadium, and you 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 expect a Bearcat team to operate on all cylinders. And really, again, it's pr- probably not fair to say, but the Bearcat defense, I would not say they're struggling by any means, but I'm not sure I thought the Griffin offense would have as much success moving the football as they have. And yet on the other side of the coin, I'm not sure that I thought the Bearcat offense would have the chance to have as big a plays as they have had. But again, got to stay the course. You knew you, you would hit some adversity up here. This Griffin offense has to answer again, similar to how they did on the last drive. In last year's game, the Griffins had 67 plays and 186 yards. 25 plays, 121 yards already in this football game. Northwest now is only 12 plays for 155. And again, they have 112 off of two pass plays and two touchdowns. 11.34 to go here in the second quarter, 14-3 Northwest. Hey, Griffin's open at home a week from tonight against Fort Hayes State. You'll want to join us on the Bill Snyder Pavilion for each home game. It's the Pavilion Party Deck, which is open to the public, available to any ticketed fan. We'll feature a full menu of options from popular local vendor Vanzino's Barbecue. Additionally, Anheuser-Busch products will be available for purchase, provided by the High Hole Bar and Grill. Beverage sales will cease at the end of the third quarter. We'll see you on the Pavilion Party Deck at the home opener next Thursday. Here's the kickoff. Donnell Hawkins will take it at the one. He does not call for a fair catch. He will return this thing to the far side. 15. He's going to be tackled by his helmet at the 14-yard line. They wanted a penalty and did not get it. No flag thrown. And by not calling a fair catch, they're going to lose 11 yards and begin at their own 14-yard line. By far the worst field position for the Griffins here in this football game so far. Well, and again, down 14-3. you got a young return man back there wanting to make a play happen. And Sometimes, again, there's a reason that rule's been put in. I guarantee the next time he's in that situation, he'll probably think about a fair catch. Instead, the Griffins will set up shop almost in the shadows of their own goalpost here deep in their own territory. From their own 14-yard line, Don Marino stays out there. I've not seen Wyatt Steigerwald. And, again, the offense has been productive. Every series, they've at least had one first down. Here's Don Marino, play-action pass, wants to go deep. Joe Horn, Jr., the intended target, overthrown. Good coverage on the play at that time by Anthony Lane. And again, Joe Horn, Jr., claiming he got held a little bit. But it falls incomplete. 11-22 to go, second quarter, second down and 10. I like the shot. Again, it's it's the area of the field where everybody would expect you to run, so play fake it and, and run a seam route right down the middle of the field. Throw was a little long. Maybe Joe Horn, Jr. got, got uh, held, but again... And there you go. There is a flag. There and he is did a get flag. Okay. There was no maybe about it, Dave. <laughs> You're right. And Don Marino, he's been pretty good so far. Seven for ten, 68 yards. They've been fairly safe throws, but some good passes as well. And now they do get the 10-yard and the hold. So they put the football at the 24-yard line. So that gives them a little breathing room. Two receivers near side left. Tied in and a receiver to the far side right. That's Brock Broughton. Shamar Griffith is the back. Here's a turn to give to him. Comes to the outside, cuts up, and ball is loose. It's fumbled down, and Northwest Missouri State hops on the football. It's Austin Eskew who picks it up at the 17-yard line. Boy, Shamar took a shot, and the ball just popped up in the air. Shamar was being tackled, so he could not crawl to it. Austin Eskew hops over and snags it up for Northwest Missouri State. Well, turnovers are huge. At any time in the game, at any time you're playing on the road, 
let alone deep in your own territory, let alone when you've just been stunned by two long passes. Again, Shamar Griffith trying to fight for extra yards, has, has had some success doing that tonight, but a big hit, that ball popped out of there. And I tell you what, that thing was loose on the ground for a while, but the Griffin offensive line was engaged, and that ball recovered by Northwest Missouri State, Austin Eskew, and Northwest a golden opportunity to add to their lead. Need to hold them to a field goal right here and keep this a two-score game. Here's a handoff running left as junior college transfer Strayhorn cuts up inside. He's spun by Brandon Dandridge, and then coming over to make the tackles, Anthony Williams, the inside linebacker, along with James Husky. It'll be a gain of two to the 15-yard line. Great pursuit. This defense is fast. They look fast in these all-white uniforms as well. Well, they certainly do. Griffin's going with an all-white look. New white helmets out there tonight. Very, very sharp look. Second down eight from the from the Northwest Missouri, excuse me, from the Bear, from the Griffin 15-yard line. Bearcats moving left to right. They've got trips to the near side right. Braden Wright has been pretty good in his first career start. The redshirt freshman fires over the middle. Sean Bain can't make the catch. Boy, alligator arms that time. Willie Washington and Jabbar Miles were flying up. He tried to one-hand that thing and did not continue his route. Luckily for the Griffins, he did not catch it because he was open at about the five-yard line. It falls incomplete now with third and eight coming up. First time they've really forced Braden Wright into going through his progressions. Almost every throw has been rhythm. Three-step drop, rear back and throw. That time Braden Wright had an opportunity to survey the field. And Sean Bain was open. A good throw would have gotten it to him. But Griffin defensive backs converged just enough to make him think about it. Now it's third and eight. Josh Caldwell's checked in. Braden Wright over the middle of the football field. Incomplete. And then coming up from the safety spot was Miles again. He's got to be careful. He didn't get called for targeting. But it's incomplete as it was intended for Alec Tatum. Great coverage. Jabbar didn't even need to do that. There was great coverage dropping from the linebacker position, and they hold them to a field goal attempt. So at worst, it's still just a two-score game. Well, good job by the defense. First time tonight they've really had their backs and heels against the Northwest goal line. And, and uh, again, what could have been an absolute disaster after that turnover now turns into a field goal opportunity into the wind. This ball set down at the 22-yard line, 32-yard attempt. Parker Sampson on for the field goal. He was 5 for 7 a year ago. His long was 37. This is 32, as Brett mentioned. And it is up, and it is no good. He missed it left, and the Griffin defense stands up big in the red zone, and Northwest comes up empty as Missouri Western again avoids disaster with a fumble. They pick up Shamar Griffith, and Missouri Western still just down 14-3 with 10-27 to go here in the second quarter. We're really only about 25 minutes into this game, but, boy, have we seen some changes of momentum. We thought the Griffins uh, lost all momentum when Tyler Bash missed that opening field goal, and, and uh, again, Northwest Missouri State with two long bombs to take a 14-3 lead. And what seemingly looked to be a backbreaker after the Shamar Griffith fumble, uh, again, Griffin defense holds and a missed field goal. Again, that wind's not blowing that much. That ball was soaring up there. That kick was just hooked. The Griffins dodge a huge bullet about a long drive and get back within four. From their own 20-yard line, we'll check in with Chris Roush on the sideline here in just a second. 10-27 to go before halftime. 14-3 Northwest Missouri State. Out of the pistol formation, as always, is Don Marino. Play action pass. He wants to run the football. He scatters to his right. Now comes back across the grain. He's going to pick up two when he could have been tackled for a five-yard loss as he kind of jitterbugs his way through a couple of tackles and dives to the 22-yard line. Finally tackled by the 
safety that time for Northwest Missouri State Gasman. That play probably deserved to lose 10 yards. <laughs> and probably at this time last year, it probably would have. But again, Don Marino, senior quarterback, been through the league a year, didn't really panic, got just enough protection from his offensive line to make something out of nothing. Now trips receivers to the near side left on second down and eight from their own 22-yard line. Griffin's trailing by 11, 14-3, five gone by in the second quarter. Dom, three-step drop back. Lots of time. Over the middle, going to throw it too high for Austin Brow. Covering was a corner on that sideline. Anthony Lane, let's get a quick launch on a little bit of the sideline report with Chris Roush. Thanks, guys. You, Brett, you mentioned a little bit earlier about, you know, how good this Griffin's offense is moving the football. And for the most part, they've been able to move it down the field against Northwest. Almost ease at some points this ball game. They're, they're mixing it up quite a bit. I mean, we're talking about the new offense the Griffins have put in here. It's looked good so far. Here, we'll see what they do here on third down. Don Marino now 7 for 11 in the football game for 68 yards. He's got two receivers to the near side left with a tight end. Now Don going to change the play. The back is James Bailey. Three on the play clock. Now everyone option right side. Pitch out to James to the 25-yard line. He'll try and run over a defender. Gasman goes low. There's a penalty flag. This may be offsides against Northwest Missouri State because it was not blown dead. Either that or the Griffins did not have seven men on the line of scrimmage. Either offsides or legal formation. And the headlinesman pointing at the defense. Yep. The Griffins will get another play here. I think they may. Brandon Dandridge and some of the guys on the punt team are on the football field, and now they got to run off. So the Griffins, who've been plagued by some penalties to move them back in third down and long yardage situations, now will... Get the benefit there. It would have been fourth and about two or three. Instead, it'll be a third down and three, the football at their own 27-yard line. That's a break. Got to take advantage right here. Like that third and eight play, it was an option play. James Bailey running hard to the outside, lowered his shoulder, came up a little bit short. Now Griffin's going tight formation with two receivers to the left side. Kyle Berry and Kilo Mack, the receivers on this near side left. Hand off to Derek Gray, Jr. He slips a tackle and can't quite get the first down. He's about a half yard shy. If he could have stuck the ball out, he would have had it. Couldn't do it. They wrapped him up, and now it is third. Make it four. It is now fourth down and less than a yard. He got knocked off for just a second. But the Griffins will bring on their punt unit with the wind at their back. Luke Tice, he has one punt for 24 yards in the football game. Eight and a half to go. Good snap back to him. Pressure on the punt, and over and kick. Sean Bain Jr. calls for the fair catch and makes it at his own 33-yard line. So the Griffins give it back to Northwest Missouri State as they just come up short as it was fourth and less than a yard, and now it's a 14-3 Bearcat lead, 8.29 to go in the second quarter. Hey, when you come out to the home opener, this is tailgate zone, live music, inflatable games for kids of all ages, Dave, not just kids. And promotional giveaways are new this season. 90 prime parking spots are open to the public on a first-come, first-served basis right in front of Baker's Fitness Center in Lot H. Love live music every game this year. John Goolsby will be our entertainment next Thursday night. If you don't have your tickets, get those at GoGriffins.com. Griffins in the home opener gets four-day state next Thursday night. First time the Griffins have gone three and out in the football game. Out of the shotgun formation is Braden Wright, two receivers to each side. Handoff. To Josh Caldwell, makes the first man miss, but then stacked up. He'll fight for some yardage and get to the 38. They're going to give him about four on the play, which could have been a lot less than that. They've done a nice job against this Bearcat running game when they've handed the football off. Really, Northwest has got nothing to show for it right now. Billy Washington flew up there from his safety position and just kind of whipped on Josh Caldwell. But, you know, again, no doubt Josh Caldwell very motivated, but 
this Griffin defense, I think, pretty safe to say they played pretty motivated against him as well. Second down, six from their own 38-yard line. Northwest left to right. Here's a handoff to Caldwell. Cutback run, big hole. There goes Josh Caldwell to the 30-45-yard line. He's chopped down by Javar Miles, close to the 40. First down run for Caldwell. They'll mark him at the 40-yard line. So a run of 22 yards, by far the best for a Bearcat running back. Different look from Northwest tonight from a formation standpoint. Really the first time they've had two running backs in the backfield. And Again, looked like maybe they were going to pitch it to the outside, but a quick hitting handoff right up the middle of Josh Caldwell, and there you saw his speed, saw his power at the end. Northwest moving the ball again in Griffin territory. At the 40-yard line, 14-3 Northwest, 7.5 to go halfway through the second quarter. Braden right under pressure, throws it to the far side left, complete on the perimeter, and getting to the outside, making the catch for Northwest Missouri State is Dante Keys, a redshirt freshman receiver. He has knocked out of bounds on the far sideline by Sam Webb. Jabbar Miles was over there as well, so you see Sam for the first time in for Beyonce Copeland at corner. Beyonce Copeland has been beaten a couple of times touchdown-wise. First time, not real sure it was it was necessarily his mix-up, but the last time again beaten by Sean Bain. So Sam Webb out there at corner. Second down, five after the five-yard gain to Keys. They'll send a man in motion to the backfield. That's Raymond Thomas, another back. They're going to give it to him. He set her steps with the line of scrimmage. Then Willie Washington will come up flying from his safety spot to make the tackle. Washington plays the weak safety in this 4-2-5. He makes the stop. It's a four-yard gain, third and one for Northwest. Third and one figures to be a running situation. But, again, what we've seen from Braden Wright is he can keep it. He can pitch it. He can throw it deep. He's thrown it underneath as well. I'd say, all in all, a pretty good start to his college career. Third down and one. Football at the Western 31-yard line again on this drive. Need to at least force a field goal attempt. Six and a half to go before halftime. 14-3 Northwest Missouri State. Marcus Andrews comes in motion. Now it's a tackle in the backfield. They came up with an Arnold Creighton and James Husky tackle Isaiah Strayhorn for a five-yard loss on third and one back to the 36 and may have pushed them out of field goal range. Griffin's had that read all the way. James Husky came from his middle linebacker position, and there's that name, Dave. Arnold Creighton, 6'3", 240, from Houston, Texas, from the outside. Flew in the backfield, nothing doing for Isaiah Strayhorn right And I think they're going to punt the football here on fourth and six from the 36. Instead of try for a long field goal, they're going to try and pin the Griffins deep. So the defense steps up again. Again, with 5.43 to go before halftime. Again, it's been two big plays, the difference in this game right now. Snap back to Thorman. He gets it away. End over end kick. Dangerous calls for the fair catch, and it will die inside the five. And can they Ooh. save it? It hits the goal line. Is that going to be a, a touchback? Touch that has to be a touchback. I think touch it is. It should have been killed inside the five. Let's see what the officials oh, say. Can't mark it inside the one. That's got to be a touchback. They are talking right now. Bodies in the goal, in the end zone. The ball ended up in the end zone. It will be a touchback. That is huge. It's only a 16-yard net punt, as they should have done it inside the five. But, Chris Roush, that's a big break for the Griffins. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the body was in the end zone. I mean, it was close, but, yeah, there was no chance that wasn't going to be a touchback because they couldn't put that inside the one-yard line. But, like you guys said, surprised they were able to get that because, Really, you're kind of a no 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 man's land right there. Do you punt or do you go ahead and go for it there on fourth down? With this defense, I go for it on fourth I and six. I don't know if I didn't go for it either. <laughs> I, I think, again, Braden Wright has shown that uh, 
you know, he's made good enough decisions that he can get outside and get it with his legs. Uh, he can get it with his arm or, you know what, maybe run a little option. I'm a little surprised Rich Wright went conservative right there, and he wasn't happy that that wasn't a touchback, but definitely the right call by this officiating crew. See if the Griffson now get on the scoreboard again and make this a one-score game, and, boy, at that mesh point, they went with a zone read, and the offensive line absolutely was blown up. Austin Eskew was right there, and Dom Marino eventually gave it to Bailey, but James had nowhere to go. Dom had nowhere to go. They tackled both of them. It's a four-yard loss on first down. It's too bad. That's probably going to go as Bailey's carry. Yeah. But, uh, again, I'm not sure James Bailey had anywhere to go, anything to do there. Just a late decision by Dom that time. The Bearcat defense starting to find a little rhythm right now. They forced the turnover on the fumble by Shamar Griffith, then a three and out. Second down, 14 from the the Griffin's 16-yard line as Western moves right to left. Two receivers near side left. Don Marino, a clean pocket. He'll step up, fire over the middle of the football field. It's a jump ball, and it's going to be incomplete. Boy, if he could have led Mackmore across the football field, I think that's a completion. He had beat Gasman, the safety, inside, but was thrown behind him and high, and Gasman had a better chance to catch it, but it falls incomplete now third and 14. Good throw would have had, would have had Mack down the middle. A good throw to the outside would have had Luke Bang. He ran wide open out near the 40-yard line, but... Again, Don Marino knocked in on Keelan Mack, and here we go. Here's that third and long again, deep in your territory. Want to make a good decision right here. The Griffins, three for seven on third down in the game. 4.37 to go in the second quarter. Northwest 14, Western three. In motion to the backfield is Shamar Griffin. They're going to fire to him in space. He slips down, and his knee went down. Was going to try and fight for yardage. He picked up five after he touched his knee down. But he was still at a loss yardage. He loses even more by going down to a knee to make the catch. It's a loss of seven back to the nine. They lose 11 on their three plays and have to punt from inside their own ten. Well, the loss there was on first down. Griffin's all in all in the first half have been pretty good on first down. We've seen primarily running plays. We've seen some success to the air, but right there... You lose five, six yards on first down, and you were behind the eight ball already, especially after a second down and completion. Not a good series of down, downs on the Griffs. Luke Tice to punt from his own end zone. Need a good one from Luke Tice. So far, two punts, only averaging 30.5 yards per punt. Going to try more of a rugby-style one, and he shanks it off to the right. It goes out of bounds, and this will be tremendous field position for Northwest. This may be inside the 30. It will be. It's going to be at the 25, a 16-yard punt for Luke Tice. And now Northwest, for the third time in a row, they're going to be inside Missouri Western field position, but they came up empty the last two times. That's a killer right there. Again, Luke, a lot of pressure, kicking out of your own end zone, rugby style right there, and just shanked off the side of his foot. And (laughs) The good news is the Griffin defense has responded very, very well in these situations. The bad news is, is you keep handing teams especially like northwest these opportunities they're going to convert at some point let's hope it's not here first down 10 from the griffin 25 after the 16 yard punt by luke tice 345 to go before halftime braden right handoff it is strayhorn up the middle he breaks the tackle has a first down he slips one more tackle inside the 15 now down near the 10 yard line isaiah strayhorn going to transfer from california and he gets to the 10 yard line a gain of excuse me the five yard line now It'll be a 20-yard gain, and now first and goal for Northwest Missouri State. Strayhorn just 5'10", so he's he can get lost behind that offensive line pretty quickly. He took a little quick-hitting handoff, got into the secondary. James Husky tried to strip that ball out, but Strayhorn had that secured, and it's a 20-yard gain, first and goal Northwest from the five-yard line. Now two tight ends and three backs in the backfield, one to each side of Braden Wright, 
The deep back is Josh Caldwell. In motion on the backfield is Bain. Here's a handoff to Josh Caldwell, stacked to the line of scrimmage. The, the pile moves forward, and he's close to the end zone, but he will be short at the at the half-yard line. We go under three to play here in the second quarter, Northwest Missouri State with a second and goal from the one. You think that ball's going to go to him two more times? I, I would think imagine. there's a good yep. shot. At the one-yard line, second down goal. See if the Griffins can rise up again. Same formation. Bain goes in motion again. To the far side left. Another give to Caldwell. Hesitates. Gets hit in the backfield and dropped for a loss. Great play by James Husky. He knifed through the offensive line on a loss of two back to the three-yard line. We knew it. Griffin defense knew it, too. Good play right there by James Husky. Again, we talked about him in pregame. Missed all last year with an injury. James has had a good first half. Great play by Josh Caldwell, or great play by Husky to keep Caldwell out of the end zone. And now the Griffins and Bearcats will change up their personnel because now they're back at a three. This is not necessarily a give to Caldwell. It brings some more defensive backs onto the football field now, and we'll spread it out. Would not be surprised to see another handoff to Caldwell. Yep. I also would not be surprised to see my least favorite play in all of college football, that little fade pass to the pylon. Going to throw it to the far side left. Here is Caldwell, makes a man miss, and then dives to the end zone. He's in. Josh Caldwell got the TD as they swung it out to him, and I think it was Quentin Polk. And maybe it was Jabbar Miles. One of those two had a beat on him and just couldn't make the one-on-one tackle. And now Josh Caldwell barking at all the Griffins and throwing signs at him. Yeah, good play. Uh, good pass. Again, a, a little bit different look at Caldwell on the outside. Griffins had every chance to make that tackle. And Caldwell was second effort, stretched that ball across the in, across the goal line, and all of a sudden Northwest going to take a 21-3 lead. PAT is up and good, 146 to go there here in the second quarter. 21-3 Northwest Missouri State will come back with a kickoff as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Bearcat Stadium. 146 to play before halftime. Northwest Missouri State now up 21 to 3. Northwest does they only have seven first downs compared to the Griffins' nine, but they lead by 18 points. Here is Shamar Griffith from the six-yard line between the hash marks to the 20-yard line. Comes near sideline, breaks the tackle outside, and he can't quite get to. He stays on his feet, still running, and now he's tackled from behind near the 36. Great balance that time by Shamar Griffith as he got spun around, and now there's a bunch of pushing and shoving as Donnell Hawkins involved. They're grabbing his leg. No flags have been thrown, but a great return by Shamar Griffith. Great effort against Shamar Griffith. Averaged 22 yards a kick return last year, and that's just second effort, third effort right there. It looked like Shamar was down. His knee never hit the ground, and he gets the Griffins pretty good field position right here. Minute 34 to go in the half. You have two timeouts. Remember Northwest gets the second half kickoff, so you need to be aggressive right here. It would be great to get at least a field goal chance here and take some momentum into the locker room before you have to give Northwest the ball back to start the second half. The one thing you don't want to do is go three and out, have some incomplete passes, no time comes off the clock, and then give Northwest a chance. One thirty-four to go before the half. Down 21-3. Can they get some points here to close out these, la- these first 30 minutes of play? Derek Gray, Jr. in the backfield. Here's a handoff to D.G. Jr. 
He tries to bounce outside, and a stiff arm is going to go nowhere. Jack Richards from his safety spot comes up and a loss in the play. And that may halt what the Griffins do now on this drive with a loss of four on first down. First down has been an issue here the last three drives. Bearcat defense is too good to try to stretch it to the boundary. Again, Derek Gray was going to cut up the hash marks and probably should have. Wouldn't have been a great gain, but it would have been a gain instead. Another loss. And Again, Griffins haven't thrown it a lot on first down, but if I'm Dave Brown, I bet in the second half he comes back and does it a little bit more. Second down, 14. I think it's second 13. They'll mark it to the 33-yard line. Dom going to throw the football. Going to fire near sideline. Barry goes down, but he can't make it. It's going to one-hop to him. And coverage on the near sideline was the other corner opposite Anthony Lane. And for Northwest Missouri State, that is the sophomore chance hall from Omaha. Was a deep drop. The coverage was good. The protection was pretty good too. That's the one thing in this first half. Don Marino has had time to throw. He's had time to step up. Hasn't been sacked in the game yet. Credit this. Credit this Bearcat secondary. They have covered the Griffin wide receivers pretty well. But again, here you go. We had a lot of third and shorts early in the game. A lot of third and longs here as this half draws to conclusion. And with that incomplete pass, the clock stops with 51 seconds. Don Marino will throw it again. He'll step up, fire over the middle of the football field. Great catch by Keelan Mack, and he spins right at the sticks. Where will they mark it? Going to mark him a yard shy of the first down at the 47-yard line. So now, all of a sudden, do they go for it and try and get going? It'll be fourth and one. What are they going to do? The clock is rolling with 30 seconds. I'm going to say you roll it down all the way and either try a Hail Mary or just flat go for it. I don't know that you can go for it just in this situation. Is you don't want to give Northwest There's the ball a two-second differential, so essentially they can run the play if they run the clock down. And now they're going to burn timeout. So Western will call a timeout. And if they run a play and don't get it, Northwest might have a chance for two plays here. If they waste enough time, only enough for one play, but... Probably should have waited a little bit more to call that timeout. I would have probably run it all the way down and then tried to hail Mary. Yeah. I, I, I think you're in that range. Again, Don Marino, not the strongest of arms, but you figure he probably could get it up in the air, and uh, who knows once it gets tipped. But uh, instead, 13 seconds left, and I I think you have to punt this ball, don't you, Dave? Yeah, just you never know what could happen. It, you don't want to give them a chance to hail Mary. Because even to get a first down here, They'll have one chance at a Hail Mary. The likelihood of that being completed. And even Dom throwing it that far. He doesn't have the biggest arm in the in the world to even get it there. So I would think you punt it, but it looks like the offense is going to come back out. Fourth and one from their own 46. I'll tell you, Dave, two of the last third down opportunities for the Griffins have been almost. Derek Gray yeah. almost had a first down. Who knows what happens at the end of that drive. And then uh, the, the third down conversion there, an almost Ball just comes up short, and now it's line up like they appear to go for it. And I think this is a little bit of a risk here, Dave. I agree. 13 seconds left in the half, and yep. you don't get it. Marino out of the pistol with three receivers to his left. Fourth down and one from their own 46 with 13 seconds to play in the half, and they may be just trying to draw them off sides and then call a timeout. And now they're going to call a timeout, and I think they will punt the football. So they're trying to get the free play, the free first down. Well, and you've got timeouts left, yep. so heck, why not? Maybe somebody flinches. Typically doesn't happen in that situation, but why not try it? Let's go down and get a lawns and loaded sideline report with Chris Roush. And just what's the atmosphere like on that sideline right now with this score being 
it's a little bit of a mix, to be honest. I mean, some guys are kind of down a little bit, but you kind of still get that feeling that they know they're only a couple big plays and really field position away from being in this ball game. The two big plays and really back and forth there at the end of the second quarter where field position didn't get across the 50-yard line for a couple possessions. Really, outside of that, Missouri Western's played really well tonight. First quarter, they had 86 yards of that gain. Northwest Missouri State, their first drive of the second quarter, got them the three points. It's a 7-3 game at that point in time, but it's been big plays in both. Well, big plays for Northwest Missouri State, the two touchdown passes, and then a shank punt gave them the field position at the 25-yard line. You know, we've talked a lot of offense, a lot of defense. Special teams haven't been great here in this first half. Again, uh, I think we probably figured we would see Luke Tice on the field a little bit tonight. It has not been a great first half punting for Luke. 13 seconds, Luke Tice, three punts, 25.7-yard average. Here's a low spiraling line drive. They didn't have anybody back. It'll get inside the 20, inside the 15-yard line. It'll, it'll die inside the 10, and they may just let this thing go, and the clock will run down. So it will run down to zeros, and that is our first half of play. There is an injured Bearcat on the football field right now on that punt, but again, Missouri Western, Played well early, did not play well the rest of that second quarter, did not do much offensively in Northwest Missouri State. Again, the big plays, the difference so far in the football game. Coming up, the Missouri Western State University Foundation halftime show. We'll look at the stats, recap the first half. We'll get a scoreboard update. We'll also talk to Missouri Western head coach Matt Williamson as we are at the break. The Griffins have more first downs in Northwest, but they trail by 18 after 30 minutes of football. It's Northwest Missouri State 21 and Missouri Western 3. You're listening to Missouri Western Football on the Griffin Sports Network. Sean Bain Jr. and Raymond Thomas back deep for Northwest Missouri State. Tyler Bash will kick it off from his own 35-yard line. Griffins in their all-white uniforms, the white helmets as well. Brand new this year. Here's a deep kick and a go into the end zone for a f- touchback. Goes about seven yards deep. Clangs out of the back of the end zone. So the Griffins will put the Bearcats to the 25-yard line. Northwest in their home green uniforms, the green pants and white helmets. As we get set for these last 30 minutes of play, what can the Griffins do here early in this second half? Well, what you can have happen right here on this opening drive. Again, the Griffins controlled the time of possession tremendously in the first half. They had the ball for over seven minutes more than Northwest did. You do not want a back-breaking eight-minute touchdown scoring drive from northwest you want to come out stay aggressive and again there's only been one turnover in this game the griffins were the ones that committed it griffin defense needs to come up big again Braden wright still young played 30 minutes of football he's prone to mistakes see if the griffins can force him into one he's out of the shotgun formation back to his right two receivers to the near side right they'll send a man in motion that's thomas gonna sling it on a screen to josh caldwell has blockers in front of him gets chopped down on a good tackle by willie washington it could have been much more. It's going to be a nine-yard gain to the 34-yard line on that pass on the screen to the far side left to Caldwell. I haven't seen the, haven't seen Josh Caldwell involved in the screen game all that much. It really hasn't been a piece of the Griffin scheme and haven't really seen that part of the repertoire from Northwest very much in the first half. We saw that on kind of a tunnel screen to the wide receiver. But, uh, again, last two, car- ca- last two touches by Josh Caldwell have been through the air. That one a big gain for nine. Markel Flukers checked in. He was a captain. He and Austin Brow were captains in this football game. He's checked in at the defensive end spot. We'll put 
Raymond Thomas into the backfield, fake a handoff to him. Want to fire to the near sideline, incomplete sidearm throw. One hops to the receiver on the near sideline, Jamie Taylor, who caught their first touchdown, incomplete. Quentin Polk in coverage for the Griffins, now third and one. Pressure by Anthony Williams, the 6'2", 215-pound linebacker from Flores at Missouri. Didn't call Anthony's name very much in the first half. Good to see him healthy. Battle injuries a little bit last year, and now what was second and one, now third and one. See if the Griffins can stop Northwest and get off the field. And it is Sam Webb starting at corner in place of Vayante Copeland, who, again, was a part of some of those coverage busts in his first game as a Griffin, the transfer from Michigan State. Three backs in the backfield. Bain comes in motion, is receiving out of the near side. Low snap, going to be hit enough, and the ball is loose. It's out, but right's on it, I believe. He got back on the football. Great penetration. The first man there, Arnold Creighton, again, blew up the mesh point. Arnold Creighton, again, he is only going to get stronger, but he is athletic at his size. He's a freaking stud. He is. (laughs) That is the first thing I noticed. Again, I told you in the first half, I watched the spring game from the field, and two things stood out. The athleticism and size of James Bailey offensively, and then looking at number 92, Arnold Creighton, going, my goodness, I can't wait to see him play this fall. He's played a great game so far here tonight. And now it's a three and out. The Griffin offense will get the football now. The pun is shanked, and it's going to hit. I'm not sure if it hit Copeland or it hit Richards. It was covering for Northwest Missouri State. It does go out of bounds. The Griffins have pretty good field position. They mark it at the 38-yard line. First down 10 for Don Marino in the offense. Down 21-3. Just underway. Second half. Dave, we mentioned Wyatt Steigerwald a little bit in pregame. Are you surprised we haven't seen him to this point? I am not just because the offense was pretty efficient and moved the football early in the game, and I think they thought they could continue that in the second quarter. Talking with Dave Brown this week, he said, if the offense is rolling, I'm not going to go to a second quarterback, but if we're starting to struggle... I will. I think if it continues to struggle, we'll see Wyatt Steigerwald. Two receivers near side left. Tight end to the far side right, and now it's a zone read. Handoff with it is James Bailey. The pile moves to the 40 for two yards, and that's it. He's stacked up right there. Austin Eskew was right there to help make the tackle for Northwest Missouri State, their first team all on my double-A defensive end. Also, Matt Conley, linebacker, makes the tackle. James Bailey, five carries, 15 yards in the first half. Again, success on first down. We saw it in the first quarter. We saw what happened. We did not see it in the second quarter, and we saw what happened. Let's see the Griffins throw it a little bit on first down. Second down, eight from their own 40-yard line. Need a drive. Need some points out of this drive early in the second half. Dom going to throw it. Out pass, and it's going to be nearly picked off. Boy, Dom's favorite pass right now is to Keelan Mack on a quick out from his slot receiver position, but jumping the route that time was linebacker Andy Hessler, and he nearly had the pick, and that could have gone the other direction. Hessler had a great first half, six tackles, and was around the ball a lot more. You're right. We've seen Don Marino throw that pass a lot tonight. That ball hangs in the air a long time. It is easily picked off if you don't throw it just fine. Griffin's probably lucky right there. Third down eight. Griffins three for nine on their third down conversions in the football game, but they were three for their first five, O oh for their last four. Northwest shows pressure. They back away. Dom has time. He'll step up over the middle, and it's going to be thrown well behind Damon Wheeler Jr. with good coverage from Chance Hall as he came in over the middle. And, again, just not a good ball that time from Marino. Time was good. The coverage was good. Northwest has just kind of dropped seven in coverage, just rushing four, just kind of daring Dom Marino to beat him through the air, and, Dom has not been successful as of yet. He was off to a good start. Seven for his first ten, but he has been off the mark here 
really about the last what, 10 minutes or so of this football game. We always talk about the script. A lot of coaches script the first 15 plays. Dave Brown, no different. And, again, essentially that script's kind of been planned for the last five months. But now when you get off the script, again, Griffins have been out of flow. Good ball by Luke Tice this time. There's a penalty flag about the line of scrimmage as Bain calls for the fair catch at the 20. And let's see what the penalty flag is. I would suspect in the area of a hold, maybe. No foul. There's no foul on the play. Okay, 12.52 to go here in the third quarter. Both teams go three and out to start the second half of play, but Northwest a 21-3 lead as we continue from Bearcat Stadium. Northwest offense back out there, and the running back this time will be Isaiah Strayhorn, their junior college transfer. Hey, Griffin, luncheons have started. It'll be on Tuesday next week in lieu of Labor Day, but join us every Monday thereafter from noon to 1 for the weekly Griffin Lunch at the High Ho Bar and Grill, 1817 Frederick Avenue in St. Joe. Enjoy a great lunch. Listen to the fall coaches at Missouri Western talk about their teams. Griffin Luncheon also airs live on one of our Griffin Sports Network affiliates in St. Joe, ESPN 1550. Two receivers near side right. They've got a wing that way. That's Marcus Andrews, their junior tight end from Blue Springs High School. Hand off to Strayhorn up the middle, and it's going to be a good tackle one-on-one by Anthony Williams. He tried to bounce that thing out, couldn't do it. Anthony Williams gobbles him up for just a one-yard gain. Williams, a guy that was a walk-on two years ago, and as a true freshman walk-on, he earned time at outside linebacker in the Griffins 3-4 scheme at the time under Coach Partridge in that defense, and now he's their starting inside linebacker for a second consecutive year now as a true junior. As I mentioned, pressure on the quarterback on the last series and would have seen Anthony Williams a lot more last year. He battled injuries off and on all season long. Empty backfield for Braden Wright, the redshirt freshman. Griffins will back off. They rush four. Screen set up and blown up, and the ball dropped. It's incomplete. Intended and dropped this time by Raymond Thomas, one of their running backs that was lined up as a receiver. And great job defensively by Missouri Western. I think that was Willie Washington that blew that thing up. Willie Washington blew it up. James Husky, guess what? He was right in the middle of that play as well. Again, Trying that design screen. A lot of the calls they've had for Braden Wright have been designed, telling him this is where you're going with the football. That time, that one almost disaster. Third down, nine for Northwest from their own 21-yard line. They are three for eight on their third down conversions. 12-10 to go third quarter. Wright going to fire near sidelines. Complete the Massey. Good tackle by Brandon Dandridge. Five yards shy of the sticks. They'll punt the football three and out again to the Northwest offense. A quick pass by Wright right there and a good coverage by Brandon Dandridge. Again, know where the sticks are. Don't let the receiver get by you. Keep the defense in front of you. Wrap up and tackle. Another three and out for Northwest. Again, take away the two blown coverages and the defense has really played well. They've had a couple of drives where Northwest has got inside their own territory. No points to show for it. This Griffin defense has flown around and played well, except for two busted coverages. Now they've got two guys back in, for, in punt return formation, Joe Horn Jr. and Brandon Dandridge. Dandridge gets a chance here. He'll call for the fair catch and make it at the 32-yard line. The Griffins get their second possession, and will we see Wyatt Steigerwald? Nope, it'll be Don Marino again. Boy, that's Griffins have had four consecutive three and outs. Well, and David, what point in the game do you begin to go into a little bit of desperation mode and feel like you have got to primarily throw the football? You know, I don't know that it's yet. However, uh, time is certainly becoming more uh, on, on, on the side of Northwest than it is Missouri West. There's a timeout. Let's take it with them with 11.26 to go in the third. It's 21-3 Northwest Missouri State as we continue on the Griffin Sports Network. 
Now the Griffins on the first play of this drive go play action. And Luke Vang still on his feet. He was never marked down. He's across midfield on the play action pass. And the junior college tight end from Butler Community College in El Dorado, Kansas. He's from Wichita, makes his second catch of his career. He's down to the 45-yard line just like that. The Griffins are in Bearcat territory and now want to go tempo. Two receivers near side left. Marino wants to throw a fade, and it's to Brock Broughton. Just overthrown. Didn't put enough air on that thing, and it falls incomplete. Second down and 10 from the Northwest 45-yard line. And now Vang comes out of the football game limping, and that's an issue, Chris Roush, isn't it? It's a big issue for Missouri Western. Austin Brow came out of halftime in a walking boot on his right foot. Guys, he was putting little to barely any weight as he walked out here after halftime. So that's not good. He's in a walking boot. Austin Brow, they're starting tight end. And now Luke Vang just limped off. So now younger brother of Austin Brow, the junior, Blake Brow, really is their only tight end left. Second down, 10, handoff, Shamar Griffith. He slips by a tackle, puts his shoulder pads down low, and he's going to pick up five off of left tackle to the 40-yard line. Gasman, the safety, comes up to make the stop, but now they want to go tempo again on third and five. Well, tempo again. Tempo's good, again, unless you don't convert on third down and you put your defense back out there quickly. Here's a snap. Going to roll out to the right side, Don Marino. He will keep the football, now fire to the sideline. It's incomplete. Essentially threw that thing away. He had no one open. The pressure came. They almost ran right into that pressure, and it looks like the Griffins may go for it. Shamar comes out, but James Bailey is in. Don Marino stays in, but now they will bring on the punt team, it looks like. They thought about it for a second to go for it. You know, you've got the ball marked at the 40-yard line. Your defense is playing pretty well. Ten and a half to go in the third quarter, down 21-3. I wouldn't have disagreed with that if they tried it. See if Luke Tice can pin them deep inside their own end. And all of a sudden, maybe your defense can get a turnover or something like that. They've been very good to start the second half, two consecutive three and outs. They're not going to get the punt off in time, though. They're going to lose five yards. All in all, that might not be a terrible thing. Back it up to the 45-yard line, give a little bit more leg for Luke Tice to get this down inside the 10-yard line. Well, another promising drive, unfortunately, stalls. Griffin's big play on, on the opening part of the drive. Again, naked naked bootleg, rolled Don Marino out of the pocket, and he's had more success throwing the ball running out of the pocket than he has in the pocket tonight, which, again, is a little surprising, not, not overly surprising, but a little disappointing just from the standpoint as he has had time to survey the field and throw, but credit this Bearcat secondary, they have covered well. He has not been sacked yet. Now fair catch called for, but it gets inside the 10, and great backspin. He pulls it back, and Jack Muncy, the new long snapper for the Griffins, will get it. I was talking with Luke at practice just as we were watching. He came over to me, and I said, how's practice been going? He goes, you know what? I, I won the punter job. It's been going pretty well. I go, congratulations. He goes, hey, if I'm trying to kill one inside the 10, watch the spin. If it's slow, that's exactly what I want to have it back up. If it's fast, it's way too much, and you won't get the backspin you need. That was slow, perfect execution at the 9-yard line. Just like your wedge. Absolutely. You about 10 feet by the hole. That slow spin, back it up. Bring it up. And knock it up right near the hole. <laughs> I know you've been working on that all summer long. Tap in birdie. Griffin defense now has them backed up at the nine-yard line. Braden Wright, the redshirt freshman. Can he make a mistake? He hasn't yet in the game. Here's a fake handoff. Going to roll to his left side. Going to fire to the sideline. And, boy, double coverage on the receiver over there by Polk and Webb. Luckily for Wright, that was overthrown. That might have been an interception. That had mistake written all over it again. Not a bad decision to try to throw the football down in that end of the field. 
it's a predominantly running down. You see coaches, uh, you see offensive coordinators go play action pass deep a lot. That time Wright rolled out into the, into the flat, had receiver double coverage, but again, he was zoned in. That's where I'm supposed to throw the ball. He did and almost was disaster. Handoff up the middle and getting spun down. Is that Caldwell again with a carry? It'll be a gain of three, maybe four yards right up the middle of the football field. It is Caldwell with a carry. Good tackle, Marquise Caldwell. He is a junior college transfer. Also, James Husky making the tackle for the Griffins. Just like that, Bearcats face another third down. They have not converted one here in the second in the second half. They're three for nine on third downs, and again, they are. They have not picked up a first down here in the second half. The Griffins have not taken advantage of that. They'd love to get a three and out here, and we get pretty good field position. Nine forty-five to go, third quarter. Twenty-one-three, Northwest. Going in motion as the wing on the left now is Marcus Andrews, their tight end. Again from Blue Springs. Snap back to right. Plenty of time. Goes over the middle. It's going to be comp- No, it's dropped by Massey. The St. Joe native from Lafayette High School drops it over the middle, and that will be. It would have been close to a first down if you could have fought for some yardage, but it falls incomplete. Three consecutive three and outs to start the second half. That's a break. He would have caught that and gotten to the sticks. There wasn't anybody really right around Cody Massey, and he would have caught that, taken it by, and clock would have continued to run, and the drive would have continued. Instead, now Northwest has to punt from their own end zone. Griffin's going to get good field position right here. Boy, they've got to take advantage of this. They've got Joe Horn Jr. and Brandon Dandridge back deep to receive the punt. Good snap. Now there's a flag that gets thrown. Spiraling punt. Going to drive Dandridge back for a fair catch of the 42, and that's in his own territory. Let's see what the flag is. The Griffins may have lined up off sides. And again, it's either going to be that or they didn't have enough on the men on the line of scrimmage for Northwest. Well, fortunately enough, it was fourth and six. So even if they were offsides, it will still be fourth down. Well, you hope it's against Northwest to make them punt it again. That was a tremendous punt. That's the wind. And it's against Missouri Western. It won't be enough for a first down. So again, it was offsides. The Griffins are lucky. Because, again, that would be about a fourth and one, one and a half yards. But Rich Wright will take the punt. It was a good punt that time as it went for, what, 44 yards. So 9.24 to go. We are in the third quarter. Griffins, again, good field position, though. Could have been better there at their own 42. Got to take advantage of one of these opportunities here early in the second half. Can you put a drive together? Every time the Griffins have hit somewhat of a big play, they try to go tempo, and I'm not sure that that tempo has, has exactly been good for rhythm. I think the Griffins, again, have been at their best this evening when they've just gotten to the line and been, and, and been a little bit slower, make sure everybody's set on the line. Luke Vang is back out there. Remember, he limped off. They're down to two tight ends with he and Blake Brow. Austin Brow now out of the football game. He's in a walking boot on the sideline. Derek Gray, Jr., the back. Don Marino back in at quarterback. Out of the pistol formation, wing to his right. Keelan Matt goes in motion, going to fake it to him. Now Dom will try to run up the middle, has a hold of the 45, makes a man miss and close to a first down as he falls forward near the 46. He will have a first down. 12-yard run. It was a trap for the quarterback inside. He followed pulling guard Tanner Hale that time and gets the first down at the 46 in Northwest Territory. A little bit of a counter, a little bit different look. They brought Keelan Mack almost on a little bit of an end-around action, and instead of faking to the back, they faked to Keelan Mack. And Don Marino, good gain. Okay, Griffins in Northwest Territory again. That hasn't been the problem. Can the Griffins punch it down close enough to get in position to score? Mack and Barry to the near side left. Hand off to Gray. He has nowhere to go. Going to lose a yard on the play. Just a handoff up the middle. Askew again was right there. Also in the middle of that defense, Spencer Phillips and Sam Roberts. Second and 11 
Football at the 47 in Northwest Territory. 8.40 left in the third quarter. Northwest still up 21-3. No gain on first down. In fact, you lose a yard, and here's that down again. You get in second and long, and all of a sudden the playbook shrinks. Can't take a sack. Can't have an incomplete pass. Need some kind of positive yardage here. Now they'll have a three-receiver set. Barry and Mack to the near side left. Joe Horn to the far side right. Tied in as a wing on the left side is Luke Vang. The back, James Bailey, has checked in for Derek Gray. Dom, a three-step drop to throw. Has time again. Steps up over the middle. Open as Vang makes the catch. Third of the game at the 30 for a first down. Griffins, as he got inside the safety that time, Jack Richards and Luke Vang has made an impact here in his first game. The quarterback's best friend. Where is your possession type tied in? Number 87. Pretty good number 87 that plays at Arrowhead Stadium every Sunday. No comparison there. But, again, Vang, good size. 6'3", 230 out of Wichita, Kansas. He's had a good game tonight. Run a great route there. And, Good step-in throw by Don Marino to step into that ball and deliver. In two years at Butler Community College, just outside of Wichita, he had three career catches. He has three in his first game with the Griffins. Now to the right of Don Marino is Bailey. Here's a fake handoff. Dom, the outside, good one-on-one tackle. That is Anthony Lane, the corner on the far sideline, makes the stop. And the Griffins will have now another negative play on first down. Second down and 12 coming up from the 32 in Northwest Territory. Pretty rare over the years that running quarterbacks have had much success against Northwest defenses, and why they're just so solid all over the all over the ball. Again, starts up front. But they've just had linebackers that have been able to track the quarterbacks. And Dom's had some decent runs here tonight, but nothing doing right there. Twin receivers near side left. Western moving right to left. Seven minutes to play, third quarter. Northwest up 21-3. Derek Gray, the back now behind Marino, back to throw. Looks to his right side, scrambles to the right side. Open is Blake Brown, wide open the five, and he gets overthrown. It was a easy six points, and Blake Brown is overthrown by Marino at the five-yard line. He had a walk-in touchdown, and that'll be third and 12. That's a killer. That's a play you have to hit. You have to hit that in any week of the season, let alone when you need to score in the third quarter on the road when you're down against your rival. Third and 12, missed opportunity right there. Third down 12. Marino kept the play alive, just overthrew Brow at the 5. 6.49 to go here in the third, 21-3. The Griffins have got to get points out of this. Even three makes it a two-score game. Two receivers left, one to the far side right. Not going to get it off. And now they call timeout, have to burn one. Matt Williamson had to come over and now... The offensive coaching staff hollering at the offense and not happy with the offense. They had to burn a timeout. You don't want to do that, especially when you're behind in the second half. You need to save those for later. They've got to burn it to save five yards with 6.49 to play in the third, 21-3. Let's get a Lons Unlimited silent report and check in with Chris Roush. That overthrow may have been by two inches of anything like that i mean he had brow had both hands on the football two inches away from having it inside the three yard line just it's that close now when you said dave when you say points to call the timeout he was running down the sideline it's kind of an overall frustrating about last two minutes for this offense yeah no doubt they've been they have moved the football into northwest territory with four or five times and come up empty They've missed a field goal, but they have had drives just sputter out. And it it is hard to put drives together, obviously, against top defenses, and obviously this is one of them. Well, and credit the Griffin offensive scheme this evening. They've exposed this Bearcat defense 
in which, again, doesn't have a lot of holes. This is a defense that didn't give up a rushing touchdown all of last year. They only gave up 212 yards a game. Now, as you, as you look at, at, at this Griffin offensive performance tonight, they have, um, those stats can't be right, since they just have 118 yards of total offense. That's what more, it was at halftime. Had more than that at halftime, yeah. so I'm not sure that's updated. But, again, this Griffin team has moved the ball, but when they've gotten into scoring position, can credit this Northwest defense. Here's another long third down opportunity. It brings some pressure. Marino going to run it, has a little bit of a hole, breaks a tackle to the 25, and it looked like they may have just been setting up a field goal. And now the Griffins will get flagged for a personal foul, and it may knock them out of field goal range. I believe it was Joe Horn who came in late and knocked one of the Bearcats off the pile, and I think they just got a 15-yarder after the play. It looked like they are almost setting up a field goal to at least get within two scores, but this would move it back to about the 40 and put them likely out of field goal range. Well, that's a killer because down's going to count too, so yep. you're either going to have to go for it or punt it. Absolute killer. It was Joe Horn came in after the play, and the Griffins have absolutely killed themselves with just not a ton of penalties, but at the inopportune times. Yeah, just enough. Absolutely. And actually, I guess they're going to call that a part of the play, so they will get the third down over. But uh, They've got four on the down marker. I just think the scoreboard hasn't changed yet. So it will. they'll have to punt the football. So instead of getting opportunity at three, they've got to punt the football back. And, boy, they have had tremendous opportunities to get back in the game and nothing to show for it. The defense is doing their job, three consecutive three and outs, but the offense is shooting themselves in the foot right now. Luke Tice on to punt. Try and pin them deep again. Tice gets it away. This one a little bit more spin. Fair catch called for, but it's going to come back. It's going to be downed just outside the 10-yard line. But a good job to get down there by Isaiah Davis, backup linebacker, to get it at about the 11 or 12-yard line. So first and 10. Northwest Missouri State, they've got the football at their own 12. They're up 21-3 with 6 to go in the third quarter. Papa John's Pizza is a proud sponsor of Griffin Athletics. Today you can use the Griffin Game Day offer at papajohns.com and in the promo code GRIFF50, that's G-R-I-F-50, and get 50% off your regular menu price online order. Or use the Griffin's Everyday Offer into the promo code 699MOW. That's 699MOW. Get a large one-topping pizza at papajohns.com for $6.99. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John. Marcus Brown has checked in. He just got moved to defensive end. He's out there along with Robert Bowers. And now here's a fake handoff. Braden Wright will step up inside. He slips a tackle to the 20-yard line and has a first down. He'll run it for 10 up to the 23-yard line. Again, he's slippery, similar to Don Marino, and finally making the tackle for the Griffins. Sam Webb comes over, James Husky, Anthony Williams. But it'll be a first down run of 10 for Braden Wright. You're a little surprised given this game and given this is his first time out as a collegiate quarterback. We haven't seen that more. Uh-huh. I am. Because that's that's his that's strength. what he does. Right now, yeah, for sure. First and 10 from their own 23-yard line. First first down to the second half. Now movement up front. That'll be a five-yard penalty against Northwest Missouri State. So that'll back him up five, have it first down and 15. Obviously, when you win national championships, you've got a lot of great players. They've had a lot of great quarterbacks here and a couple runners from Nebraska that have been pretty good. The Brothers Bulls, they had some pretty good careers here. And the youngest was the first team All-NCAA quarterback at Central Missouri a year ago. So the Bulls, that's a name synonymous with pretty good quarterback play. 
in this league. Five and a half to go, third quarter, first and 15 from the 18. Moving left to right, screen set up to Josh Caldwell. It's blown up. Great defensive play inside the 15-yard line. Guess who again? James Husky sniffs it out and tackles Caldwell for a loss. James Husky again doing it inside, doing it out. We've seen him in the second half really sniff those screens out, not getting that by the senior. James Husky now have him for seven total tackles in the game. It's a five-yard loss on the screen play to Josh Caldwell. So now it goes back to the 13-yard line where they originally began this drive, second down and 20. Boy, this defense has done a great job. Can they get the turnover? That's the one thing they haven't done in the game. Two backs, one each side for right. Handoff. Here's Raymond Thomas. Goes to the outside. Good pursuit. Husky again the tackle. Forcing that back in was Willie Washington, the safety, and that'll be third and long. You know, again, there were some big shoes to fill in the secondary. You lose a Dante Watkins. You lose a Jonathan Owens. And, and Willie Washington and Jamar Miles were in the fold last year, but it's their job now. And those guys... For the most part, I've done a good job tonight. Flying around not only in the passing game, but they have been a factor in the running game at the line of scrimmage as well. Griffiths now have 178 yards of offense, Northwest 239. But again, 112 came on two plays in the first half, both for touchdowns. Third down, 14 from their own 20. 406 to go, third quarter, 21-3 Northwest. Braden Wright back to throw, looks to his left side, scrambles to the right side under pressure, and he will be forced to the boundary, and he can't stay in, and now he's tackled out of bounds. Is that a flag? That'd be a hard flag. They did not throw it. Let's see. if He tried to stay in bounds, and that's why why I think we're going to not get the flag. Husky and Marcus Brown giving chase. Willie Washington was over there. It was close because he took him down out of bounds. That's probably why they could have called up, why Northwest wanted it. But I think you're right. It wasn't malicious. He was trying to stay in bounds. But the Griffin defense gives up the one first down, and now they've got a punt again. Four drives, one first down. Can the offense get something going? And now a decent punt. Spiral, fair catch called for and made it the 45. So great field position again, but they've got zero to show for it as Missouri Westman's offense will come back out onto the football field with 3.35 to go in the third. Let's get Alonzo a little bit of sideline report and check in with Chris Roush. You guys have mentioned it quite a bit tonight, but these guys, this defense is controlling the line of scrimmage quite a bit. Braden right back there. He's getting happy feet quite a bit. You guys talked about it. I'm surprised they're not running that more that read option with him because when he did run, he's been effective. But when he has time in the pocket, you can kind of see he gets antsy back there. He short-arm throws. This Western defense is... Kind of confused the redshirt freshman just a little bit. Northwest has eight first downs. That's it. Eight. But two are touchdowns of 52 and 60 yards. That's the difference in this football game right now. 21-3 Bearcats. Don Marino stays in the game. Shamar Griffith, the ball carrier. He cuts inside, and he gets a yard, maybe two off of left tackle. Now they make the stop this time for Northwest Missouri State. Defensively was the defensive tackle, Spencer Phillips, a junior from Glenwood, Iowa. Griffin's now just 65 rushing yards in this game. Again, we talked about this Bearcat defense and their strength. They've got a few different faces up front, but Griffin's had some success running the ball in the first quarter, but they've really adjusted and not much doing here uh, in the third quarter. Marino is 11 for 22, throwing it for 113 yards. Mack, five catches. Vang has four. Cunningham and Griffith each have one. A two-by-two two formation out of the pistol. Two receivers each way. There's a handoff to Shamar. Breaks a tackle, then he's spun down. Good tackle that time. Flying in from his linebacker spot was Jackson Barnes, a sophomore from Liberty High School in Kansas City. 
And that is a four-yard gain, making a three-yard gain to the 50, so a third and five coming up. And Griffin's on third down in the football game. Got off to a good start, but overall they are now just three for 12, and they were they are now 0 for the last seven on third down. And we've only seen, and we've almost seen three-quarters of football the 2018 season, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is a Griffin offense that is going to need to, it's going to be better playing from ahead than it is behind. This is not a team scheme-wise, personnel-wise right now that is designed to fling it all over the field. Very tough situation for this offense right now. Third down, five football on the Bearcat logo at midfield. We're at the 50-yard line. Dom Marino has two receivers to his left. A wing that way as well. Dom looks to the right side for Joe Horn. Jr. over the middle of the football field. Some contact. Keela Matt got hit. There is no flag that is thrown. He had a little pressure in his face that time, and there was double coverage on the receiver that time, Keelan Mack, and nowhere to go with that football, and the Griffins will go three and out again. They waste great field position. We'll have to try and pin the Bearcats back deep. This has been a defensive battle here in the second half. Neither team able to get anything going. I think at the end of the day, I don't think we thought there'd be a ton of points scored in this game, and I think we knew we, we'd, what we would get from this Northwest defense. Very, very impressed with this Griffin defense. No doubt. They have been flying around playing very good football. Here's a rugby-style kick to the far side right from Luke Tice. It will hit inside the 20, stay in bounds inside the 10, and it will be down right there by Jack Muncie again. So that will be a 40-yard punt, no return, and Luke Tice is doing his job here in the second half, pinning the Bearcats deep. The defense has done their job. The offense not pulling their weight right now with 2.08 to go here in the third quarter, down 21-3. Well, again, Griffins have been close to forcing a turnover. I strongly doubt Rich Wright will put the ball in the air here, but if he does, maybe danger awaits, but I would uh, suspect to see a steady die to Josh Caldwell, or I could say I... I I don't know why they're not running Braden Wright a little bit more. Two backs in the backfield this time. Josh Caldwell to the right of Braden Wright. Now they'll send a man in motion. That's actually Sean Bain. Here's a handoff to Caldwell. Stutter step inside. Gets just inside the numbers on the far side left and gets about three yards to the 13-yard line. He's tackled there by Sam Webb, the corner. Marcus Brown was over there, Willie Washington, but a short gain again for Caldwell. Again, the Griffin defense has done a great job besides two plays. And again, this is a Griffin defense, too, that, hey, they practiced against Josh Caldwell for a number of years. Again, a lot of new faces out there, but it's really no surprise to his running style. So, uh, again, not that they needed any more motivation, but they've really done a good job all in all against Josh this evening. Now they throw a fade down the near sideline for Sean Bain Jr. Great coverage by Brandon Dandridge. Textbook by Dandridge. Knocks the ball away as Bain had it in his hands, but Dandridge stride for stride. A great pass breakup by Brandon Dandridge. Well, Beyonce Copeland started on started on Sean Bain, and then Sean Bain beat him for a touchdown uh, in the second quarter. But again, Brandon Dandridge, he, he's the best cover corner on the field right now for Missouri Western, hands down. And Brandon running with Bain step for step. Again, one of my pet peeves, I don't feel like they know where the ball is, but boy, when that ball hit Bain's hand, Sean, uh, Brandon shot Dandridge down, right there <laughs> shot it down. Great, great coverage by Brandon Dan. And Sam Webb has played the opposite corner of the entire second half after Copeland struggled a little bit in that first half of play. Now third down and eight. I think Northwest has to burn a timeout. They will. We'll take it with them. One twenty-six to go, third quarter. Northwest 21, Missouri Western 3 as we continue with Griffin football right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Bearcats. Third, third down and seven. 
with 1.26 to go in the third quarter. Northwest with the football at their own 13-yard line. Snap back to Braden Wright, going to throw a quick out on the Ooh. near sideline, and it's going to be an immediate tackle by Quentin Polk. Alec Tatum made the catch. We'll give him forward progress to the 17. But again, that was close. I heard you go, ooh, and that's because it was almost picked off by Quentin Polk. Pick six range right there. You can bet Quentin Polk's eyes lit up. But that ball, again, got to the receiver just quick enough. But again, another three and out. Northwest had a first down in this this half. One first down. Five drives, four three and outs, one first down. This defense has been fantastic. They've won the field position battle the entire second half, but they cannot get anything going. This ball was touched. And it, be about it, it'll be line, it'll right? be around the 50-yard line, yep. They'll get it down at the 36, but it was touched near the 50. And actually, on that one, Dandridge could have picked that up and made a play. Even if he fumbles, it's still going to be Griffin football at the 50 where it was originally touched. Let's get Alonzo a little bit of the sideline report and check in with Chris Roush. Now that last drive again, Griffin defense did their job. I mean, they're making right very uncomfortable in the backfield. It's interesting. I don't know what offense have said that Northwest is running right there. Sean Bain was not on the field on third down. Interesting to put not your fastest guy out there on third down, though. He went deep on that second down play, so I'm guessing that's probably what the case was. But, again, they had a timeout where they could have put him back out there. But now the Griffs have the football at the 49 in Northwest territory. Well, Dave, got, where, got are your, it now, where, right? where are your playmakers at? <laughs> Somebody needs to step Somebody. up and make a play. Again, this offensive line doing their job. Starting to get desperation time in my mind in terms of late third quarter. You're down by 18. Need to start putting it in the air. Here's a fake handoff. Going to fire it for Luke Vang, the tight end, and it's going to be nearly overthrown and picked off. It'll fall incomplete. It was overthrown and almost intercepted by Anthony Lane. But all of a sudden, Don Marino began the game 7 for 10. He's now 11 for 24. And they have struggled to connect the dots here in this second half, but we still have not seen Wyatt Steigerwald, who pushed Don Marino throughout camp. And just watching him in practice, he's a very good thrower. Last year he threw for 2,744 yards and 32 touchdowns at Northeastern Oklahoma A&M down in Miami, Oklahoma. Miami. Fake handoff, wide open to the flat. Going to be complete to Eli Cunningham. He hurdles the defender and gets to the 30-yard line. Great athletic play. That looked like his uncle, Randall Cunningham, back in the days with the Philadelphia Eagles. But Eli hurdles over a defender, first down to the 30 of Northwest Missouri State for 19 yards. Griffin's needed something to wake that sideline up. And I tell you what, that definitely woke most of the sideline up. Other than the defense, it's getting briefed by the coaching staff. Everybody else hooting and hollering. Griffin's first and 10, moving again. Now three receivers near side left. Bailey the back to the right this time in the shotgun. Here is a fake handoff. Dom will keep it. Big hole. He makes a... One cut move inside the 20, has a first down to the 19. There's 11 more yards back in the red zone. Got to get six out of this drive right now as the clock runs down to five seconds, and that should be the final play of our third quarter. At the end of three, the Griffins have controlled the second half but have not scored and trailed 21-3 to here at Bearcat Stadium as we continue with Missouri Western football on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth along with Chris Roush and Brett Easley. I am Dave Riggert. The Griffins controlled that third quarter. Five Bearcat drives, one first down, four three and outs. And the Griffins, their best chance right now, they're in the red zone, the football at the 19-yard line. But, again, this is a, a must-score drive. No matter what the score is, even a field goal gets you within 
two scores, but, boy, they need a touchdown right now. They need a touchdown right now. And, again, you need to stay aggressive on first down. Again, Griffins have primarily run it on first down, but now with the field shrinking, again, I think you need to keep this Northwest defense on their heels. And, and, and Don Marino's been in his best throwing the football tonight when he's faked it, faked it to the running back, come out in the flat, and, again, kind of, Kept the Northwest defense guessing, hey, if I, if I, if I converge, he's going to run. But, again, Don Marino sees the field much better out of the pocket. See what Dave, Dave Brown does. Now he checks in as the back behind Don Marino. He'll send two receivers down to the far side left as the Griffins move left to right here in this fourth quarter play. Griffins in the Great Life KC St. Joseph Country Club red zone. Back to throw Marino. Looks to the right side over the middle of the football field. Complete to Blake Brown inside the 10 for a first down as he makes the catch at the 8. First and goal, Missouri Western just underway here in the fourth quarter, and they're going to go fast again. Denno Hawkins will stay in the game. Two receivers to the right side. Marino barks out the signals. Dom now will change the play. He says, wait a second. He'll come to the line of scrimmage and change the play. Tight end right is Luke Vang. The wing on that side is Blake Brown. Two receivers near side right. Handoff, Donnell Hawkins, Sutter step to the five, breaks the tackle down to the three. Almost shot through for a touchdown, but they're going to mark this knee down at the four-yard line, but a gain of four on first down by Donnell Hawkins, and they'll go fast again. Donnell Hawkins, 5'8", redshirt freshman out of Francis Howell North in St. Louis. Good run on first down. From the four-yard line, second down a goal for Missouri Western. Don Marino, handoff to Hawkins, cuts inside and not much running room. No gain on the play. It'll be third and goal. They're going to actually mark him eh, about the four-yard line. And the Griffins now will have to make a play, make it happen on third down. We're down territory here. You're kicking a field goal. Probably kicking a field goal, aren't you? Probably to make it a two-score game. I'd rather have seven, however. Absolutely. Because if you get the seven, then you one of the two scores would only need to be a field goal. Let's see what happens here on third down and goal from just outside the four-yard line. Two wings, two receivers. Brock Brighton near side right, Damon Wheeler far side left. James Bailey's checked in. Don Marino looks over the middle of the football field, scrambles to his right side, keeps alive, gets a block, and he gets spun down at about the three-yard line. Great pursuit. They throw him down, and then walking over him was the linebacker, Matt Conley, and they're trying to take that out of the game. They let him do it, and now it's a fourth down and goal from the three, and Matt Williamson will bring on Tyler Bash. The Griffins waste another chance inside the 10, and will bring on the field goal unit to try and make this a two-score game. Not only are they trying to take that out of the game, there were two re- referees that stood there and watched, watched him do it. that, yeah. which just probably makes it worse. Let alone you're on the home sideline, and there's about 30 people hovering over you. It'll be a PAT distance. 20-yarder, right-to-left angle. Muncie the long snapper. The kick is up by Bash, and the kick is good by Tyler. This makes it a two-score game as Tyler Bash now two for three in the game. It's a 21-6 lead now as the Griffins get on the scoreboard here in the second half. 13 to go in the fourth quarter. Northwest Missouri State 21 and the Griffins 6. This is Missouri Western Football on the Griffins Sports Network. We continue from Bearcat Stadium along with Chris Roush. And Brett Easy, we're back inside the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth. Tyler Bash, a 20-yard field goal, caps off the drive, and the Griffins within two scores now, 21-6. Two minutes gone by here in the fourth quarter. The kickoff by Bash. He will send it inside the five-yard line, and they will return this thing. 
And come up the near side of the 20 to the 25. 30 breaks the tackle. Bash is going to make the stop. The kicker for the Griffins makes the stop on the return man, Raymond Thomas, the freshman from Bradenton, Florida. He got out to the 35-yard line, so a good decision to return that one as Northwest has their best field position of the second half. They've had five drives, four three-and-outs, one first down. The Griffins defense, but he has to do it again. Dave, you like nostalgia, don't you? Who doesn't? The Griffins have won at Bearcat Stadium four times since 1990. In 1990, ironically enough, the Griffins beat them. The last time these two teams opened the season in game one, Northwest was number 15 in the country. Griffins won that game 27-25. Of course, you remember the last time they won here. Yes, I do. Very special game. The Griffins trailed that game 20-6 in the fourth quarter. Here's an out and you know pass. how that is. Quentin Polk with the tackle. It was caught by Thomas again. Good convergence again. It's to be a three-yard gain to the 38-yard line. Griffins came back in 2012 to win the MIAA championship on this field. Travis Parchers led the comeback. Down 20-7 in that fourth quarter with a couple of scores. They came back to win it. Have a chance to do that. The Griffin defense is going to have to do exactly what they did in the third quarter, and that is surrender hardly anything to this Bearcat offense. Marcus Andrews goes in motion. It's going to be a hand open. It's Braden right on the keeper. Gets a great block by Andrews, and now he is off to the race. But a flag comes out. And now another flag's going to come out. Wright will break a tackle and get in the end zone. But guess what? It's going to come back. It will be offset because there was a hold on Northwest down the field and then a face mask on Missouri Western. So none of it will count. It'll be a do-over back at the 38-yard line. It'll be second and seven again. Right, right, though, a heck of a run. And Again, that's the strength of him. The redshirt freshman from Elkhorn South High School in Elkhorn, Nebraska. Thank goodness for the laundry, but then it just bodes the question again. <laughs> and, and, and if you're Charlie Floor, the Northwest offense, if you want to continue to run the ball between the tackles, please do so. But my goodness, Braden Wright's been impressive in the open field. Yeah, you can see his wheels for sure. 12.08 to go here in the fourth quarter. Everybody's coming back. And again, I think this will all offset because it did look like the Griffins tried to tackle Wright and got him up around the lid. 21-6 Bearcats, 12.08 to go here in the fourth. Ryan Mells is now checked in as a defensive tackle. So it will offset, and they'll do it over again from the 38-yard line. It'll be second down and seven with 12.08 to go. And the Griffin defense has played more than good enough to win this football game. The offense could have done a few things. Again, they've out first down Northwest almost 2-1. to one. It's 15-8 to eight right now. They haven't outgained them. It's 250 for Northwest and 229 for the Griffins, but essentially two big plays of difference. Here is a handoff the near sideline. Anthony Williams, great pursuit, one-on-one tackle on the near sideline on Raymond Thomas, but Williams, Williams shows his speed to get to the outside, a no gain at the 38-yard line, third and seven coming up for Northwest. I always hear people say seal the edge. Anthony Williams did a beautiful job of that. He did not let the ball carrier turn the corner. Again, Williams had him all the way, and his speed, the pursuit there at the end, makes the tackle for a short gain. Here's another third and long. That was big time. Robert Bowers has checked in, the Michigan State transfer. As a defensive end, Chase White, the tight end, comes in motion. He's a wing on the left side. Right looks to throw it. Scrambles under pressure. Husky has him. He gets out of it, throws it across the middle, wow. and complete by Wright to Tatum across the 50th for a first down. Husky had him for a sack, and Wright 
the elusiveness of the redshirt freshman keeps the play alive and a great throw as they get inside Griffin territory for the first time in the second half. Wright's most impressive play of the night, and he's made some impressive throws. But James Husky had a quarterback sack dead to right. Wright somehow got out of that, threw the ball as he was getting hammered again and threw it right on a dime. That's a dagger play right there. That's a big one, yep. Going to waste more time off the clock now. Josh Caldwell, the back to the right of Braden Wright. There's a fake handoff. Wright going to throw the football. Looks across his football field. Throwing up for grabs. The 20 going to be complete. A couple of big plays in the passing game again. As the ball caught near the 20-yard line. And with the catch for Northwest Missouri State is Sean Bain again. It's had pretty good coverage right there. Wright with his legs just kept that play alive. And... He got out in the flat, had some room to survey the field, and it was wide receiver on safety Willie Washington. And Sean Bain, again, veteran in this league. When the play breaks down, come back to the quarterback. Bain did a beautiful job, and Northwest knocking on the door here. Right now, 14 for 22 for 197. 112 came on two passes, the two TDs. He's thrown three in the game. Northwest back to throw, right under pressure. Steps up, lost the ball, picked. Missouri Western's Anthony Williams, I believe he's got it. Williams has the football. They force the stat, the sack. It's a strip sack, and the Griffins get their first turnover of the game. Still down two possessions. They get the football back. First turnover of the game. It comes at an extremely opportune time, and at a point when it looked like Northwest was ready to salt this game away. It's a quarterback sack. It's a turnover. That's the first $10 of the year donated by Shelter Insurance Agent Jerry and Linda Myers to Griff's Giving Gifts, and it keeps this game interesting. Long way to go, 10-17 to go on the game. I was hoping to see a replay on the video board to see who got the strip sack. Williams got the recovery, but the Griffins get the turnover after a couple of big plays in the passing game. And now Don Marino and the offense back out there. They can make this a one-score game, and there's still plenty of time left. 10-17 to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, all of a sudden now, if you can go on a quick drive, score a touchdown, still a, still a miles to go in this game. Keela Matt goes in motion to the far side. Now Dom says no, go back to the other side, so he's going to. Still time on the play clock. Seven on that play clock for Marino in the offense. Now Gray will shift to the left of Marino. There goes Keelan Mack. Fake handoff. Dom tries to get to the outside. Now we'll try and reverse his field, and there's going to be a holding penalty against the Griffins. Dom's going to lose yardage as he tried to reverse his field back to the far side left. He's down to the 21 for a loss of two, but there is going to be a hold against the Griffins' offensive line, I believe. Fairly impressive two-yard loss. In fact, one of the more impressive rushes for two-yard loss you'll ever see. However, it's going to be a little more than that as that's a hold. Don Marino trying to make something that enough and just could not. On the previous play when they got the sack, Quentin Polk from a safety spot got the sack. They came with a blitz and he got the sack. And then Anthony Williams picks up the fumble. So they will move the Griffins back. It would have been second and 12. They'll go first and 20 instead and move the football back inside the 15-yard line. We'll check in with Chris here in a second down on the Griffins' sideline. Griffin defense has not blitzed a heck of a lot of tonight, but when they have, they have been timely, and that was extremely timely on that play. First and 20. 9.53 to go. Now under 10 to play here in the fourth quarter. Derek Gray in the football game. Snap back to Marino. Again, plenty of time over the middle of the football field. Wide open was Cunningham, and he missed him. Again, if he catches that, he's getting 30, 40 yards, maybe more, as it was one-on-one behind him, but he was in front by 10 yards. 
and just not connecting the dots on big plays in the passing game, which Northwest has, and the Griffins have not. That's been the difference in the game. And Don Marino, again, had chance to – he had more time than I think he thought he had. He threw off the, his back right. foot and just, boy, like, you like Cunningham running wide open down the middle of the field. That would have been a big play. And that would have been a first down and much, much more. Second and 20 now from inside the 15 at their own 13-yard line. Marino now 13 for 27 in the game. Here's a fake handoff. Marino to his left. Going to fire down the football field. It's a jump ball for Damon Wheeler, Jr., and it's overthrown. Richards in coverage along with a corner on that far sideline for Northwest Missouri State Chance Hall. So now... Couple of long balls, and you've got a third down and 20 with nine and a half to go in the fourth. Good shot right there. Again, I like that pattern. I like that play. Again, Don Marino out of the pocket, taking a look. Damon Wheeler, Jr., just unable to come up with it. By way of American River College. Have you heard of American River College, Dave? I have heard because I've done have a lot you? of well, I've done a lot of research with baseball players yes. in that California Junior College uh-huh. League, and so I've heard of it. I'm not very familiar with it. They want to set up a screen. Here's Shamar Griffith. Not much room to run, and he gets absolutely blindsided and knocked down. It'll be a short gain, if any. It'll be at the line of scrimmage. No gain, but Shamar got knocked off his pins as Spencer Phillips, the nose guard, came over and clocked him. He gets right back up, though, and it will be a three and out. They force the turnover but can't do anything with it. And with nine minutes to play here in the fourth quarter, the Griffins down 21-6. to six. Luke Sean Tice. Bain back in return formation. Luke Tice will now punt into the win. You know, credit the Northwest punter. He's punted in this scenario several times this evening, and he's gotten it out of there pretty well. And Luke Tice, pretty good hang time on this punt. It's a good one, yeah. Bain's going to make the fair catch of the 45-yard line, so he got a hold of that one pretty well. That will be a 42-yard punt. He'll take it with no return. 8.47 to go and a timeout on the field. We'll step aside. Again, 8.47 to play, fourth quarter. Griffin's down 21-6 as we continue with Missouri Western football right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We continue from Bearcat Stadium back inside the East Hill Shopping Center broadcast booth. 8.47 to go, fourth quarter. Season opener tonight for both Missouri Western and Northwest Missouri State. The Bearcats lead the Griffins. 21-6. Western has played with Northwest the entire night. Couple of big plays of difference. Here's a snap back to right. Handoff running to the far side right as Isaiah Strayhorn. He stays on his feet. Good balance. And then the ball loose again. It goes out of bounds on the far sideline as Strayhorn lost after a good tackle on that far sideline by Anthony Williams. It goes out at the 48. So they lose about two yards in the play because of the fumble, but the Griffins nearly forced another turnover around midfield. Dave, you mentioned tackling. Griffins have tackled very well in this game. Other than maybe a couple of plays, they have wrapped up, tackled very well in this game. Griffins technique-wise have looked very good in this game. Again, sometimes just focused on those fundamentals can shore some things up. Griffin defense has been very impressive tonight. They show blitz. Northwest going to take some time right now. As the clock is winding at 8.19 to go. Quick pass. Complete near sideline. Caught by Jamie Taylor. He's tackled around the neck area by Sam Webb, and he will be right at the sticks. There was some moaning and groaning for a face mask, but again, he never grabbed the helmet. He grabbed his neck. They will move the chains. It's enough for a first down, a seven-yard gain to Jamie Taylor, and a first down for Northwest to the Western 45. Play looked worse than it really was. And, and Northwest moves the sticks. They keep that clock going now under eight minutes to go in the game. Long drive right here obviously is the worst thing for the Griffins. They need the ball back. Need two scores. Now we're nearing the midway point of the fourth quarter. They've had chance after chance after chance here in the second half and just have not been able to get things going offensively. 
Marcus Andrews, the tight end, comes in motion. He's a wing on this near side left. Fake handoff right under pressure. Scramble, goes to the far sideline, and it is caught. But they're going to say he got a foot down. Alec Tatum in front of Quentin Polk makes the catch. And boy, impressive to get a foot down if he did as they mark him down at the 34-yard line. Another first down for Northwest. Damon Roberts was pursuing Braden Wright from the backside. Roberts 6'2", 230, the junior from Plano, Texas. But get another good pitch and catch. Sticks move again. Down at the 34-yard line in Western Territory. Back-to-back first down. 7.20 to go fourth quarter. Northwest 21, Western 6. Josh Caldwell the back. They show blitz. Here come the Griffins. It's a busted play. Wright will go to his right side. Break and tackle. Go through the defense, and he is gone. Touchdown, Braden Wright. That's what he does. It was a busted play, and he broke it for six. It's a 34-yard touchdown run for redshirt freshman Braden Wright. And you want to know... They had three quarterbacks in camp that were competing for that starting job. You want to know why Braden Wright run that job? There it He's is. He's done a lot of impressive things tonight, <laughs> but there it was. Broken play. Everything broke down. How about his speed? He just flew right through four Griffin tacklers. They weren't missed tackles. They just never had the opportunity to tackle him. Impressive run by Braden Wright. Bearcats increased their lead. They get their first score here in the second half. This Parker Sampson's on for the PAT. It is good. 28-6 our score. 7.06 to go, and that might have put this thing away. Let's go down and get a Lawns Unlimited sideline report and check in with Chris Roush. Can you tell you what, guys? The most frustrating thing besides the Griffins not able to finish drives with touchdowns is they're winning the line of scrimmage battle. Both sides of football most of the night tonight. Offensively, they're able to get Don Marino plenty of time back there to make a decision. Defensively, outside of that broken play right there by Wright, they've been doing a good job of controlling the Northwest offense outside of big plays. That's probably the second biggest frustration of the night is they're controlling the line of scrimmage for the most part. Yeah, they really have. I mean, when they hand the football off, there has not been hardly any running room. Caldwell, Strayhorn, the running backs have not gotten going. The big runs have come probably from Braden Wright, the quarterback, and then the two big pass plays. They've contained the pass game for the most part. Defensively, they've been good enough in this football game. Offensively, they have not. And again, they've done some good things offensively, just not consistently or been able to finish drives. Yeah, you're not going to come to Maryville, score six points, and win no. ever. Uh, but the Griffins have had their chances in this game. You know, you look back at a at a clearly a busted coverage in the Northwest secondary and a, and a Don Marino pass to Blake Burrell that – if it's three inches lower to the ground, he catches it, dances in the end zone, and a field goal on the next drive later, the Griffins are almost within one score. But, again, penalties have happened uh, at an inopportune time. Shamar Griffith will return this out of the end zone and doesn't get it out to the 20. Griffins it's in the end zone. You might as well just take a knee or call the fair catch. Griffins have had way too many third and long opportunities over the course of the second, third, and now into the fourth quarter, and it's just uh, – Again, been a tough night all in all for the Griffin offense. Looked very good early. They've they've done some good individual things. Uh, we've seen some decent things from the running backs. Uh, the tight ends have looked good in the goodness game. Luke Vang has had a good uh, uh-huh. good debut for the Griffins. But Blake Brown had a nice catch inside the ten. Been a very mixed bag tonight for Don Marino. We've seen him try to use use his legs. This is a very very hard defense to run against. We've highlighted that numerous times tonight. And Dom's made some good throws, but he's missed some throws, too, at, at, at some times where you would have loved to have had him. Griffins need to either move the chains or get some big plays and just hadn't, haven't had enough of those tonight. Here's a fake handoff, going to slam to the outside, complete to Keelan Mack, and he tries to sidestep Chance Hall, the corner on the far sideline, a good one-on-one tackle. The football will go for a five-yard gain to the 
three-yard line as the Griffins move left to right. 6.45 to go, and as close as the quarterback competition supposedly was and was told to us it was, and it did look like that seeing practice throughout fall camp, That's, I guess that's why I'm a little surprised we have not seen Wyatt Steigerwald, the transfer from Eddie O. Well, and I think, again, there is the old saying, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Right. And I think the Griffins are really trying to tell Don Marino, this is your team. Here's Shamar Griffith, a first-down run around right end as he gets snapped near the 29-yard line. And Dave Brown flat out told me that at Meet the Griffs a couple weekends ago. I don't like playing two quarterbacks, but if we're struggling offensively, I will. But again, I think they'd rather play one, but can Dom separate himself enough from Wyatt Stargold? We haven't seen Wyatt play on a uh, down yet for the Griffins yet, so again, it's hard telling. In fairness to Dom Marino, there have been a lot of good quarterbacks coming to Bearcat Stadium over the years and not had very good days. He's going to take off and run this one, and he's going to slip a tackle and then be close to a first down. He's to the 38-yard line. He'll pick up nine. 5.50 to go. And for the most part, they've moved the ball into Northwest Territory. They just haven't done it consistently enough. They get one or two first downs across the 50 and just can't get any further. Snap back to Dom, three-step drop. He's going to fire over the middle of the football field. Wide open, Joe Horn Jr. at the 40-yard line. There goes Joe to the far side left. He's going to get tackled from behind inside the 20, but finally a big play in the passing game as Joe Horn Jr. gets his first reception as a Griffin. That route has been there tonight more often than not. That's Elijah Cunningham's patented route, but that time Joe Horn Jr. and would have liked seeing Joe turn on the Jets. He kind of tried to juke to the outside. I'm not sure he needed to do that. If he just turned on the Jets, he may have gotten a little further, may have even scored. So from the 20, they're back in the Great Life KC red zone. The St. Joseph Country Club. Now Don Marino is he is going to get to the 12-yard line, but I believe Isaiah Colbert is going to get called for a hold. He was he pancaked his guy, and then he was on top of him. But he must have held him. And it will be on Isaiah Colbert. So that wipes away about a seven or eight yard gain from Dom Marino, and the Griffins will be backed up again, first and twenty now, back at the thirty yard line of Northwest Missouri State. Five away to go here in the fourth quarter. Tom had a couple options on that play. You wonder had he thrown it to the outside of the receiver that was open, maybe they would have avoided that penalty. Yeah. But uh, again, hard for a running quarterback to see green green turf in front of you and not take advantage of it. Cunningham and Horn come to the near side right. Wheeler and Mack to the far side left. The back is James Bailey behind Marino in the pistol. First down, not quite 20 yards. Hand off to Bailey, comes to his left side, gets a block from Marino. Stiff arm to the outside, and then he's just going to put his head down and gain a yard, maybe two. I'll give him one to the 27-yard line. So it was just an eight-yard penalty because it was two yards up the football field on the hold that time from Isaiah Colbert. Now it'll be second down and 17 from the Bearcat 27. Good effort by James Bailey there. Just not a lot doing. Plenty of green shirts around him. And been a tough night for James all in all. Really haven't seen uh, really haven't seen him been able to get going. Griffins have ran for 102 yards, thrown for 190. They ran it more effectively than 102 yards. Just have too many negative plays so far in the game. Marino, lots of time to throw. Now he's going to have to scramble away from pressure. Comes to the right side, keeps his eyes down the football field, looks down the field and throws it up for grabs for Vang. And diving in the back of the end zone was Blake Brow. It is incomplete. Four minutes to go in this football game. 
In the fourth quarter, as Missouri Western right now trailing 28 to 6 in the third and 17. Morale was open in the back of the end zone. Don Marino had just gotten so far to the side of the field and angled away that he just had to throw it up for grabs. And quarterbacks, coaches across the country would tell you never throw it back across your body. But again, desperate times call for desperate measures. And Tom decided to give it a look. Fortunately enough, it fell incomplete. Another third and long. Four minutes to play. Four down territory. Don't have to pick it all up right now. It's fourth and seven, third and 17. Dama draw play. He's going to go to the far side and tackled from behind at about the 21-yard line. Picked up six. It'll be Jackson Barnes, backup middle linebacker. Ben Altop has not been in the game here in the second half. He must have left with an injury, but he has not played in the second half. Their first-team all MIAA middle linebacker, but he has not been in the game here in the second half. They've played Conley and Barnes a lot in that Mike spot. Hopefully the Griffins have any chance. They've got to get it here. Obviously, it's desperation time right now. It'll be fourth and 11. They get fourth and 12 from the 22. Marino will have two receivers each way. They bring the blitz. Dom over the middle of the football field and no one there. He gets knocked down. It falls incomplete. No flags on the field, and that will do it. The Griffins will turn the ball over on downs. They come up empty when they get in the red zone again. And Missouri Western down 28-6 to will give it back to Northwest Missouri State with 3.14 to play here in the fourth. Oh, much like they have all night long. Griffin offensive line picked up that blitz pretty well, but uh, just no, no one open down the field. Been, been impressed with this Bearcats secondary tonight. Again, uh, Don Marino's had time to throw, and a lot of times when your quarterback has time to throw, he'll make you pay. But, again, a lot of talent on this Bearcat defense, especially in the secondary, and just been a, a tough night for the Griffin receivers to get any separation. Braden Wright in his first career start, the redshirt freshman, 16 out of 24 for 216, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and he's ran the football Six times for 53 yards and a score. He's going to counter for all four TDs. Here's Caldwell. He breaks a tackle. Now he's up in all the football field, stays on his feet across the 45 near the 50-yard line. So he gets going. And Really, he's had two runs. He had a 22-yarder in the first half. This one is going to go for 27 yards. Other than that, they've contained him. And Again, here's some garbage yards. Prior to that carry, he had nine carries and 39 yards, and 22 came for on one play, but now there is an illegal formation. It will not count, and they're warning Josh Caldwell about too much chatter after the play, so that one goes for not. So he still has nine carries and 39 yards. He was kind of the headline just because of him leaving the team a year ago. Now he's with Northwest Missouri State, but he has really not been a factor in the game. You know, he had been a factor, and uh, I think we all knew when they got down close, they were going to try to let him punch it in, and he ultimately finally did, but this defense, that was on a pass, a, even. this defense has done an admirable job again. This defense has done an admirable job against against the entire Bearcat offense tonight, uh, uh, except for a couple big plays. But, again, this Griffin defense, I think, came in and said, look, we know Josh Caldwell's a tremendous talent, but we are not going to let him beat us, and they've done a marvelous job. First and 15 here is Caldwell, and a good one-on-one tackle, and that is made on the far sideline. The stop was made by Willie Washington. And now, again, now a flag comes out. And here's what you don't want to happen yeah, right now. It was you don't want to do anything stupid on either side. Just get out of here. You know what's going on. Just just be classy and let the last 239 run out. Lots of good things here in this opener. Without a doubt. But 
And again, we said this at halftime, the Griffins have played much better than what the score indicates, but again, they're still going to lose by three scores, it looks like, to Northwest. Coach Williamson is going to come out and talk to his guys. It's going to personal foul against Northwest Missouri State. Yeah, I Call think it was on Caldwell. Caldwell. Yeah, let's go down to the sideline. Here's Chris Roush. Yeah, Caldwell's the one that got caught in that situation. Willie Washington, he did walk over the top of Caldwell, but Caldwell lunged at his legs, wrapped him up for about three seconds. He was the one that Washington said something to him, but Caldwell's the one that actually did some physical action on that one. A lot of times it's the second yeah, guy that gets caught, typically. Yep. So Bearcats back at the 10-yard line. There's only 2.28 left, and the clock is rolling. It'll be second down and 22 yards to go. Braden Wright, the redshirt freshman, has had an impressive outing. Hand off to the right side, and Dandridge will force the running back out on the right side. And that is Brody McMahon, the junior from Maryville. He's their top returning running back, but he's their fourth guy right now on the depth chart. You know, they needed Josh Caldwell in a bad way because they lost – their top re- returning runner from a year ago, Jordan Thompson, a freshman, left the team. Chase White, their third leading rusher, went to tight end. Emmanuel Jones left the team. Jordan Grove graduated. Cameron Wilcox graduated. So McMahon was about the only running back they brought back. And he's not a traditional, probably every down back. So they needed guys like Caldwell, Strayhorn, the J.C. transfer they brought in. So they were a little thin at that spot before they got Josh Caldwell. Here's right with the run again up the middle. And, boy, he just explodes up the middle. He's going to get a big gain to the 30, just shy of the sticks. It'll be a 10-yard game. And now be fourth and two coming up for Northwest with a 135 to play here in the fourth quarter. You know, a lot to build on here. There was nothing to lose coming up here tonight. Uh, you know, there's no point spreads a lot of times on Division two games, at least officially. But I, I don't know anybody that would have picked Missouri Western to win this game. And so for Matt Williamson's club, they had everything to gain here tonight, nothing to lose. And uh, I think when the coaches look and break down this film, they're going to see a lot of good things, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And they are on the offensive side of the ball, too. Um, Love to say it's going to get easier next week, but it's not. Uh, You're going to face the other number five team in the country in Fort Hayes State, who was trailing Central Missouri in the third quarter, 10-3. to That was a home game, and it looks like, Looks like they're going to get beat. They're down 16 to six with 8:36 to go in the fourth quarter. So you're going to face the defending MIAA championship team right now. If that game ended, that they're going to be 0 and 1. So you know they're going to be uh, they're going to be extra motivated to come to Spratt Stadium. But again, this Griffin team will be too. And uh, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, again, I think the Griffins a little bit of a new scheme. I think the Griffins still trying to figure out who they are. I've been very impressed with the play of the offensive line tonight. Again, we'd identified them as a strength, and I think they lived up to, to, to definitely their end of the bargain. don't think any of these running backs really played great here tonight. We saw some flashes from Shamar Griffith early in the game. Derek Gray and James Bailey never really got going. We've seen the wideouts do some good things. But, again, a bit of a mixed bag for Don Marino here tonight, too. And a lot of times the success of your offense oftentimes comes back to your quarterback. We've seen Don do some good things tonight. But uh, definitely not one of his best games, but also this Northwest defense pretty good, so credit them as well. Brandon Dandridge will try and return this thing. He has nowhere to go. Richie on the coverage that time. Or excuse me, Richards on the coverage. I was thinking of Edward Richie, who was their safety a year ago, but this is Richards who makes the tackle. Let's get another Lons and a little bit of the sideline report. Check in with Chris Roush. Again, there have been some good things done, haven't there, Chris? Oh, for sure. I mean, Brett, you touched on a lot of them. I mean, the, the running game wasn't quite able to get going. We saw flashes of it. But I'm mostly impressed, I think, with the defensive side of the ball outside of a couple of big plays. They allowed Braden Wright to throw the ball down the field in the first half. Wright did run free a little bit in the second half. But 
really overall the defense, they, they did enough here to keep the offense in the ball game. But a couple of big plays, the offense just wasn't able to get much going tonight. But the front seven especially, I was pretty impressed with what they did against this Northwest offense. To be a good team in this league, you got to be good up front. And on both sides of the football, they were pretty good up front against what normally is one of the best teams at the line of scrimmage. Here's a pass on the far side left. It's going to be complete. And now trying to hurdle as Keelan Max stays on his feet across the 45 and picks up 17 yards. He's been the go-to guy. That's his seventh catch now for 67 yards. You know, I don't know that I would describe any of our wide receivers as explosive, yet I've seen some good things from, from this core tonight, especially Keelan Mack. You know, Elijah Cunningham kind of does what he does. He, he slimmed down, looks a little quicker this year. Um, this is a group that's going to continue to evolve as the year goes on. They've got a little more depth at receiver right now. Back to throw Marino again. He'll sling it to the left side. Caught by Cunningham by the 40-yard line. He's going to get into Bearcat territory down to the 35. So there's a gain of 19 more yards. So Marino getting some yards. Obviously Northwest playing off a little bit more, but getting some chunk plays here in the fourth to try and get a score here to close this football game out. You know, I'd like to see Brock Broughton become a little bit more of a factor. He hasn't even really played that much, to be Not honest. really tonight. Marino steps up in the pocket, going to scramble and run to the 30. He'll avoid one tackle and then get be knocked down by Brody Buck, sophomore from Millard North High School in Omaha. Some of that probably a little bit of a testament to a little bit more depth at the wide receiver position. Seven-yard run as the clock rolls. 44 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Griffin's down 28-6, to going to fall in the opener, but again, played fairly well against this team. Going to throw it down the near side for Keelan Mack in the end zone. He dives and can't quite get to it. As he threw a fade on this near side, incomplete. Like Bear in the coverage for Northwest. Griffins will get Fort Hayes State and then Central Missouri. So, again, this is the hardest schedule in Division II football to begin the season. Their first three games are against three of the top 18 teams in the country, and the three teams picked to finish 1-2-3 in this conference. First of all, you give this defensive effort every week, you're going to be in the game and have yep. a chance to win. And this is an offense that will continue to get better each week. And up to Derek Gray. He's going to get a yard, but he's now two yards shy of the sticks, a fourth and two coming up with 25 seconds left and the clock rolling. They want to do anything, they've got to hustle right now. Come out to Spread Stadium next week, 7 o'clock kick, always festive opening night. We expect a great crowd, the first 500 fans get a free T-shirt, ring the bell T-shirt, compliments of our friends at Centos. And off the gray, has a first down, and he will just put a shoulder pad down as Richards makes the stop at the 22 with seven seconds to go. And looks like they, let's see if they clock it and then have one play at the end zone to try and get the first touchdown of 2018. Seven seconds left here in this football game. Griffin's going to fall here on the opening night against the fifth-ranked team in the country. Going to throw it. Last play of the football game. Jump ball in the corner of the end zone. Cunningham can't grab it. Richards knocks it away, and that will do it. Missouri Western drops its 2018 opener. They lose here on the road to fifth-ranked Northwest Missouri State. Our final score, Northwest 28 and Missouri Western 6. We'll come back with a high post postgame show as we continue with Missouri Western football right here on the Griffin Sports Network. We've been talking about it, and I know there's no moral victories, but you played better tonight than the score indicates, don't didn't, don't you think? No question. Let me turn your mic up. There we go. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no question, Dave. I just I just talked to the team in there, um, and you know, score looked a, you know looks a little bit different, um, but. I'm telling you right now, I'm so proud of those guys. Um, 
we're really, really, we're really close, and it was exciting to see because talking about uh, a perennial team that's really good, ranked in the top five, we out-physicaled them. There's no question in my mind we out-physicaled them today. I'm going to say right now we did. We made mistakes, and when you play a team like that, you can't. You, we had just had too many of them. You know, we had two early, big, two big plays early. Um, we were in zone coverages. Guys got out of position, um, miscommunication or something, and that killed us. Um, I thought we stopped the run really, really well. Um, I thought we stoned their run immediately in the first half. Came back. They started doing a little bit of quarterback run. Hurt us a little bit. We didn't fit that up as good as we should have. Um, but overall, I was I was pleased with our defensive performance in most most aspects, besides you know two or three big plays that we gave up. Um, offensively, we moved the ball up and down the field on. We just couldn't put it couldn't put it in the in the box, you know. And um, we we threw the belt threw the ball okay. We moved the change, um, but as we got closer on our side of the field, we just couldn't score. And, and then we put ourselves in situations. Where we got a flag here, flag there. Obviously. Too many penalties. Um, we had some holding penalties. I mean, anytime you get a holding penalty, you say almost you're never going to get first down. It's tough. I mean, it's really tough. And we try to explain it. And and I talked to Dom right after the big one where anytime a quarterback scrambles around like for for three minutes, there's going to be a hold. There's going to be a holding flag. And uh, and I talked to him. He just got to get vertical and just be smart and go and, and push through there and take the you know hey I lost a few yards and hey let's move on to the next play. Um, but I thought he threw he threw well, you know, at times. But there's probably about four, three or four. I'm sure he wanted back that we had guys wide open. I mean, you watch this game. If we could have executed, um, it was a great game plan by our offense, a great game plan by our defense. We just fell short on probably about six to seven executions in the game, and that really what's that's what really says it on the scoreboard right now we had a really bad pun on special teams as well too um wanted to try to move the pocket a little bit do a little um rugby punch kind of change it up um and he just kicked it about 10 yards you know and then you give him field position um so just a little bit of that but i i told those guys i was proud of them um we we physically outplayed them I mean, there's a lot of guys that didn't want to get up they're laying on the ground didn't want to get up and i that makes me feel good because we're fit. We're a way more physical football team than we were last year, and that's what we've been preaching to kids. So I want to make sure that they that they knew that when we were in the locker room. Along those lines, I think we knew a strength of this team would be the offensive line, but I think the defensive line, at least to folks that that aren't in practice every day, probably had some question marks about. But you rotated eight guys, ten guys in and out of there, kept them fresh, didn't really miss a beat. Reflect on those guys. We're getting better there. I mean, that's the that number one issue we had to fix, Brad. I mean, it was when I first got here, and we have, we've got the nucleus of kids there. They're, we're just, we're young. That's why we want to, don't want to leave them in too long. We want to make sure that they are fresh, but we do have some experienced guys there, and we just, we were filtering them in and there, and we were getting after them up front and, and dominating line of scrimmage. I, I, I know that, and, and that, you know, we're going to lose pretty much one of them, you know, um, after this season. So we're going to get better and better and better. And um, I, I'm just I'm excited um, because we're going to push these kids harder than they've been pushed to this next game because we obviously got another big game with Fort Hayes uh, coming up at home. Um, but if we play like that and we cor- correct our, our, our you know, or our, our we limit our um, elim- eliminate all of our penalties and eliminate just the, the mistakes that we made. Um, we're we're gonna we got to jump in. We got a chance to win every football game. We're talking to Matt Williamson on the post game show again. The Griffins taking uh, lose one tonight by twenty two. They lose twenty eight to six to Northwest Missouri State. And 
You know, in the third quarter, I thought that was kind of the, the turning point. You're down 21-3, but they have five possessions in the third quarter, go three and out on four of them, and have one first down the entire third quarter. But your offense with great field position just couldn't connect the dots. Was there was there a thought at some point to bring White in the game to maybe jumpstart the offense? No, I mean, I think Dom had, you know, Dom had shown to do really good things and was really, you know, he was really successful until we got into, um, until we got put at first and 20, and then it was third and 17, and it doesn't matter who you have back there. That's tough. We protected well. Absolutely. They didn't get any, no they didn't get any pressure at all. That's no, what I'm saying. No Our sacks. line protected. They didn't, I mean, the push. They, they didn't get any push at all. Dom sat back there, was able to throw. Um, we just didn't connect. And um, I think their I think their corners um, did a really good job collision in our receivers and we, we didn't we didn't get off as good and good run as good a routes because I thought their corners did a pretty good you know, I thought they did a pretty good job on those guys. We got we gotta get better there. Um, we got talent there, we just gotta be able to get off blocks and um, and, and be able to run our routes without because if you if you let those guys you know those defensive backs get into you a little bit and affect your routes man the, just the timing the windows and everything with the zone coverages which you know they run a bunch um, they tighten down a little bit because those routes are bended a lot more and everything so um, I, I I'm excited I mean it, it's frustrating I told those kids too that you know. Um, yeah, we lost, and we've got some seniors that you know you're not going to get to play them again this year until we get to the playoffs. Um, but just it, it was a moral victory um, because you try to you're building a program. We were building a foundation. We let a lot of people go, and we're growing within. And it's an unbelievable stepping stone that I've that I'm seeing with these within these kids. I'm just so proud of them right now, and it, and. and it takes a little bit of time, you know, but the the difference that we when we played them last year to compare where we played them this year, it was I mean it it wasn't even close. I mean, yeah, it's not close. We're we're, <laughs> we're, we're really freaking competitive, and and um, we just got to we just got to clean those things, and that's our jobs as coaches, and we got to teach the kids the the little things here and there to make sure that they uh, they understand that how important those things are, you know. Coach, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Sorry, I ramble on a bunch. It was good stuff. You Thanks answer all the it. questions before we ask them. That's good. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Coach. Matt Williamson, football coach of the Griffins as they fall to Northwest 28-6. Lots, lots of good stuff to build on as they get set for, North, for uh, Fort Hay State coming up next Thursday. Let's get a break. We'll come back with more of the Hy-Vee Postgame Show as we continue with Missouri Western football right here on the Griffin Sports Network. 